Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This episode of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast is brought to you in part by the Lifetime Movie Club, the ultimate streaming destination for Lifetime movie lovers. Choose from 100 movies at any time with new movies rotated in weekly to keep things fresh. And you can watch anywhere on your favorite device. As a bonus, listeners of this podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls to start your free month now. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S. Welcome to season three of Mother May I Sleep With Podcast. I'm your host, Molly McAleer. You know what, Isabel, one day I really hope it's you sitting in this chair. Yes. Here, here. We'll see. <laughs> a Luquizone walk? Oh, yay! Hey, wouldn't you love to get a Luquizone walk for yourself? Of course I would. That's why I bought one for myself. Isabel. Okay, nobody buys themselves a Luquizon walk. I did. And I bought the roaster. Don't try to talk sense into her, guys. For years, I've been trying to get Isabel to do what I'm doing. Get engaged, register, and get all this stuff for free. Oh, my God. Amy, you're engaged? No. <laughs> hey, does anyone want to hear about my new espresso maker? No. We're doing I, Me, Wed today with Jackie Johnson, one of my fave people, host of Natch Butte as well. That's right. We got a lot to talk about. Lifetime lovers. I love talking weddings. If you love makeup, if you love beauty, if you love just like, you know, conversations between gals. Oh, yeah. We're all about that gal. Check out Nat. You have a pink, you have a pink icon. Like, that's like saying like, hi, ladies. I'm fucking here. I'm honored. And you had a pink wedding. I did. Okay. To a man, not to myself. Uh, to yourself. Yes. And like, or not to yourself, sorry. To a man who's lovely, by the way. I love who's Adam. Who's also been on this pod. I was just going to say, former guest of the show, Adam McCabe. There was a very weird part in this movie where they mentioned, like, well, one good thing about marrying yourself is you don't have to take someone's name. Yeah, that was so gross. And I was sitting there, like, girl, like, under no circumstances do you ever have to but take I someone's name. I feel like back in 2007, right. most people were right. uh, changing their names. There's a lot of things in this movie that just remind you how fucked up 2007 yeah. how still was. How far we have come, honey, in the I last mean, 11 years. Leaps and bounds. And I moved out here in 2006. So this is to think Me back too. that like Young Malls was like... Just fucking like not thriving at all, but like also this movie was going on on Lifetime. It's really crazy. I was saying this last week to Ted Travels, that our last guest um, for the Devil's Teardrop. And by the way, I do want to say just Juno Temple. I just need to say it now, early on in the show, because I've been denying Juno Temple, who's our center square on the bingo board. She should have starred in this movie. Um, but I was saying to him that. One thing I've learned about this podcast is that I started it because I love quote unquote lifetime movies, which I thought meant a certain thing. Yes. And what's been a really delightful surprise about this is that week to week, 
there is like literally no such thing as a lifetime movie. And this one I really wanted to do because it's the first kind of like comedy rom-com Very movie we've ever done. It's lighthearted. It's silly. There's some like, you know, the, it pokes at some deeper themes. Like this is also, I thought it would be good for that too, because like this is, there's some conversations to be had for around sure. what this movie is about, which is a woman who decides to marry herself. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> It's not the first time I've heard of this concept. However, um, it was unique at the time. I'm looking at an article right now that was um, from 2014. And there was a journalist, journal I don't know, whatever you want to call her, a columnist in New York called Julia Allison, who when I worked at Gawker, we covered them all the time. And she was known as sort of this like diet Carrie Bradshaw type person. And however, like she was very like, Tinsley Mortimer at the same time, like poofy dresses, like society girl. Sounds like my kind of gal. Yeah. Like she's not like dishing about anal with like Samantha at the diner on Saturday. She's just like, she likes clothes and sex. So, um, and da- like romance. So she wound up having like a personal renaissance in 2014 and married herself at Burning Man as one does. That would be the only place that I would think would be an acceptable venue for such an event for that's sure. the like this is the trajectory like go to georgetown as a sex columnist move to new york like hustle for a few years make kind of a wild reputation for yourself in the press retreat for a couple years and then just marry Re-emerge your fucking self at burning man as a and marry burn, yourself full-ass burner <laughs> so this is her wedding invitation i want you to just see this is the wedding invitation okay. to herself well, she's gorgeous. She She's very pretty. The journey of falling in love with ourselves is the most fundamental journey we take in our lifetimes. I mean, I have chills. She ain't wrong for that. But I will say that her appearing in a white satin bikini, I guess you could call yeah, it. Yeah, it's very Victoria's Secret angel. Um, and a big veil. It's not the same message we have in this movie. And so I was kind of laughing when I saw this. But this is the only other person I've heard of marrying herself. And I just want to... Read this article to you so you can see how in 2014 this was perceived when a person actually did it. Great. It says, a helpful individual provided Jezebel with a copy of the email invitation sent to potential guests of the wedding of a woman who needs no introduction, Julia Allison. The wedding is very unconventional, uppercase U, and tutus will be provided. Expand the image for details. So um, Tutus will be provided. Yes, okay. she's... She, she likes tutus and mm-hmm. shit like that. You know, she's just like a 34-year-old woman who loves a tutu. So um, it says, this burning man, grab your tutu and join Julia Allison and Camp Mystic because Julia is getting married to herself. Uh, August 29th, ceremony 6 to 7, reception 7 to 8.15. A res- okay. very reserved, yes. reserved ceremony. Camp Mystic, Chillax Lounge. There's not going to be a cocktail hour in between for pictures, I guess. No. Trade pass hors d'oeuvres are just, cut. You just drop your molly at the ceremony <laughs> and you fucking show up crunk. Um, yeah, it says witness an unconventional ceremony followed by an unconventional series of performances and an unconventional reception for an unconventional girl. Wow. In an unconventional tribe at an unconventional event. Hmm. So I just want you to really laying it on thick with that unconventional. I think we get it after that. two, but okay. So yeah, they like, you know, kind of roasted the two. I I mean, 
they, they kind of roasted the images and like there's a little bit more of an email we'll put it put it up on the website for you guys who want to follow up on this but this is something i've actually heard of people doing except this woman is not known for like her for for you know the message that i think our heroine in this film is known for which is being a strong independent woman who don't need no man I mean, honestly, picking Burning Man as a wedding venue, I don't think there's anything more tedious. That's, like, more tedious than Big Sur. Literally. That, I mean, how like, much is it to get into Burning Man? Isn't it, like, $1,200 or something? Exactly. And she had, like, kind of become a burner at the time. But then if you throw in the idea of, like, everything that needed to be hauled into this camp, like, poundage, under my estimation, is yeah. a very important part of driving an RV to Bonner yes. or Burning Man. I right. You Bonner. can't bring those garden fold-out chairs for your ceremony. No. And there must have Way been too at heavy. least 800 pounds of tutus. Wow. That's a lot because Tool is very lightweight. Yeah, I know. Um, well, to be honest, Burning Man is my personal nightmare, but I would be interested in seeing that. I just don't like dirt in the wind like the windy dirt is really too much for my sinuses other than that i could get down with the oh, culture i would i i would like hate it i mean you and i had fun at bonnaroo and we had like it was the best honestly top five best weekends of my life i'm so, so glad you fun. sold out bonnaroo but like uh, i did perform in front of a sold out crowd of bonnaroo so thank at, you molly the, for in that in the gap tent in the gap tent which by the way was a sober tent it uh, was which i resented deeply because <laughs> i was like who the why the fuck did we agree to come here sober that's like the dumbest thing i've ever heard they do have aa meetings on the ground so by the way did sense. you love that do you remember that i don't but i dig that i remember just like passing like some ponytail dudes like going to aa in the middle of bonnaroo and i was like this really is that was such an amazing time of our lives it was fucking dope our 20s we were young and wild. I loved it. I, I I do think back, though, I would really, if I had to go back and relive something, I would rather relive high school than my 20s. Bold statement. I mean, I think I totally 100%, yeah. I, I mean, I just didn't we know any better nerds. back then. Like, we were yeah, nerds. and also just, like, I was so, like, I've come so far as a person. You totally. know what I mean? Like, I was so isolated. I, I'm a, I was a completely different person than I am now. It's why I have, like, a special place in my heart for, like, like some of these, like, YouTubers or, like, even at times, like, Justin Bieber and, like, young pop stars. I'm just, like... Your 20s is yeah. the most embarrassing fucking thing yeah. in the world. Because yeah. you're old enough that no one's making excuses for you. But you're still a mess. You're just walking around with a loaded gun yeah. that, like, is your life. Yeah. Like, you can fucking ruin anything. You can do, you know, you just, your 20s is rough. You can ruin your credit. Like, anyway. It's a long, a long time that goes by all too fast all too fast i will say though it gets really fun at 31 but we knew each other in our 20s we did you were you're a couple years younger than me right i'm 34 i'm 33 oh okay we're we're both 84 i always thought of you as younger because i remember (laughs) it's my face i didn't uh no because like when i moved to la before you no i was six baby I will, I guess. Okay. So yeah. I didn't, you didn't like get right. into the UCB world until later. Until, and yeah. I was broken up with my boyfriend at the time. Yeah. We yeah. were on a break. Then mm-hmm. we got back together. Yeah. You were dating his roommate yep. for everyone at home who doesn't yep. know the Jackie and Mel story. Yes. And so for me, I always thought of you guys as so young, but I guess that it was really just that like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But turns out we're the same age, hunties. We're the same age, hunties. <laughs> um, Wait, did you graduate high school 03 or 02? 
O two. See, I'm O three, baby. Yeah, I think ooh, that could have been it too. I moved ooh, out here like O three. Really? Did yeah, that I'm, mean something to you? I mean, I'm. I love when I was born. Yeah, I love. Oh, I love our era. I love my peers. Yeah. I love the Xennials. What are they called? Like, you know, we're the Gen X yeah, millennial yeah, yeah. borders. I love us. And it's so weird how a lot of my friends that I randomly met in California are the same exact age as me. You included in that. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy that some of my best friends are my exact age. It's like, how did we random find each other across the world? It's really powerful. It is really powerful. And I feel like also a lot of the stuff that was going on back then made it so much better. Like where Twitter was a really new community. Oh, I'm so happy. I went to high school without Instagram. Oh, oh, oh my I would have died. I, I like I would have put up like, a photo of my pussy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm hot. Like me. I'm a virgin. Please. Right. Like, I would have just done something so destructive. Your brain is still developing as a teenager. You don't have a frontal then, lobe until you're 25. And throw in hormonal birth control. And yeah. that's just a fucking nightmare. We were all insane. It's why they extended, like, adolescence to the age of 25 now, yeah. which. I think is like, I can't, I can't say it enough. Like when I'm dealing with someone who's really young and people are just like, fuck that person or whatever. I'm like, babe, their full brain yes, isn't grown in. Same. You literally cannot drink alcohol until you're 21. The reason why that's the law. Because your brain. No, it's because your liver isn't fucking oh, fully shit. formed. Like your liver can't process the enzymes in oh, alcohol shit. until you're 21. Oh, like, shit. and it's weird when you think what that. What are we all doing? I know. I was already ruining my credit by that time. Oh, I did it. I'm still paying off my debt from my 20s. Yeah. Almost out. But man, it's been a journey, baby. Yeah. I never thought that school. I just like ignored it. And oh, I yeah. defaulted. Same. And Same. then one day I finally could pay it off. And I just was like, never fucking call me again, Sally Mae. Like yeah. off my nuts. Yeah. I never want to hear from you again. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Sally Mae, fuck off. So this said also, like, you are you are married. You had a wonderful wedding that was really, really, like, it was just, like, the best. It was really fun. Very loving. Very you and Adam. And uh, I feel like you're, I feel like you have always wanted to be someone who got married. I definitely was for a long time, too. Now I'm kind of just, like, off of it. You know, I love Adam and we're so happy together and right. him and my relationship means more to me than probably anything aside from me and my relationship with my dog. Yeah. But even two years on the other side, I would have done it completely different. Really? I would have not had a wedding. I think weddings are on the way out. Yeah. I think they're very wasteful. Yeah. And the money that we use for that wedding could have really gone to other things and I think keep it simple, keep it small, and keep it about your love. I got caught up in the whole Southern... My 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 dad and my stepmom really wanted too. to give it to me. They yeah. wanted to give me a present. They wanted to buy me a wedding. And so I accepted, and I feel like in retrospect, maybe I shouldn't have accepted. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. I'm happy I had it. I don't want to sound like a total twat ball. No, it just sucks because if, you, if your dad still... Like, if you got married and he's he still wanted to give you a present, that money would have been... Right. Like, he wouldn't have given me cash, Exactly. Though. He yeah. wanted to get me the wedding. I that was If he would have given me the cash, I might have taken it. Right. But that wasn't on the table. Oh, I would have taken it. Yes. No question, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's just... I think... I've been reading so many articles about like how the millennials are going, you know, against the wedding trend and minimalizing. And I feel like I'm just on the cusp of like, "Mm, maybe I should have, you know, there's like at least I would say probably 12 things that take place in traditional weddings that do not apply to my life. Just in that, like, I don't have a dad. Like I, 
I have like a very small friend group. Like if yeah. I married someone with a gigantic friend group, it would be like 10 on my side yeah. that aren't just like my Irish Catholic relatives. There's like a million of them, but I'd have like 10 friends there. And I feel like it would just be like one half of the church is packed. The other side is empty. And I, I like, if I met someone that I thought was great, I might get married to them for like tax reasons yeah. and just because it's like, well, this is like romantic and nice, Yeah. but I don't think I could ever have a wedding. Yeah. And I do remember when my mom, my step, my stepdad got married, they had a very like low key ceremony on the beach. Like, love it. You know, everyone was wearing like, you know, everyone was dressed to the nines and stuff like that, but they just didn't go through with like the church, the rental hall. We had like a really nice party in the backyard after. And, um, it was a great day. And my stepdad said to me like a couple weeks after the wedding, he goes, listen, Moss, he goes, when you get married, he's like, if you spend less than $10,000 on the wedding, I will give you 50. And I was like, they're divorced now. But like, I was like, the time I just was like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And I think ever since then, I've just been like, I would rather have the money for like Japan. Yes. We both were in Japan at the same time. It was so expensive. Yes. It was more expensive than I thought for sure. I don't know why everybody was like, Japan's so cheap. Fuck. No, it's not. No, it's it's like triple the price of what it is here. Every damn thing. Uh, Yeah. I didn't buy, like, I didn't spend a lot of time buying clothes or anything like that. Cause I was like, I wanted to, man. I loved Harajuku. I wanted everything, but I kept calling myself big molly before i left because i convinced myself that like i'm like oh i'm like a big person there like i'm tall you're tall too i'm not like a size zero anymore so i was just like oh i'm not i'm not gonna fit into the clothes there and so i just got it out of my mind really early on that i wasn't gonna be doing a lot of shopping and i have no plus size clothes oh i we were trying to buy disney t-shirts for some family members nothing not even at Disney? No, we asked. I mean, there was no 2XLs. There we were are, looking, and there was not. And then we got shit, and we got home, and we were like, here's a towel. We, you know. Right. They don't right. have them. Wrap yourself in the towel. Go yeah. out in that. Make a chic poncho moment. Yeah, you of know? course. Do what you can. Do what you can, but, but you know, they don't have the... They don't have... Uh, people is because i wonder what people because there are bigger people there too like i mean yeah but overweight people exist everywhere yes but not not the way that it's very very common where we are yes yeah uh, it's a different lifestyle. I will tell you this. I fucking walked everywhere. I was very like mobile the whole time I was there. I still, I gained 10 pounds in Japan. Wow. And I still haven't taken it off. And like, I've seen a couple of people that are like, you look really skinny. I was like, it makes me want to die. Like, I'm like, first of all, no, I don't. Well, I don't, I just don't ever like people to comment on my body. Period. At all. Yeah. That's been like my thing. Cause I'm like, they think they're complimenting yeah. me, but what, now my mind is going to is that last time you saw me, you must have thought, oh, she looks heavy when I was actually at my, I never, I'm always a size four and a yeah. size small in shirts always. And that is, that's like, I've been, I don't feel like a size four right now. I feel very large. Well, you're, charge. you know, you're wearing loose clothing. I oh, can't I'm really see, pajamas, but yeah. what I always notice first is that your skin looks gorgeous because you take great care of it. Thank you, Jackie. You, you're glowing. I have some new products I want to show you before Ooh, we wrap up. Yeah, I can't I, wait. Or after we wrap up. I got some, I found this like, did I got you buy this, stuff in Japan? It was so expensive. I was like, Ugh. I just went with like the sheet masks mm-hmm. and like, I, I got I, some eyeliners that are pretty exciting. 
I went duty free with everything. Mm-hmm. Like when I went to duty free, I went, I got La Mer. I like, yeah. I went ham. Yeah, yeah. Because I just was like, this is the opportunity. The only thing I bought duty free were all the different flavors of Kit Kats. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh girl, I am in this place right now. If you ever want to go to the Japan, like Japanese market downtown, let me yeah. know because I have these like two candies I'm obsessed with that I've now ordered twice from Japan because I like. It's yeah. so it's and it's you also, love Japan, right? I loved it. Yeah, like I actually met this Italian couple that we're probably going to be friends for the rest of our lives. Like I'm going to go visit them in Milan, like <gasps> and like probably, oh my God. probably spring of of 2019. But like they are, I can't believe we were literally there at the same time. There are so many there, people though. there. I on Twitter, like people were tagging me, like Josh Groban's in in Japan. Oh, you want to go friend. say hi to him? I was like, no. Yeah, uh, I'm good. There was a bunch of YouTubers there right when I was yeah. there. I mean, it's like the hot spot right now. I will say, I don't know if you thought about this, but I definitely thought about the Logan Paul of it all when I yep. was there, and we were I there just, right after him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just remembered being like. I already knew before I left, like I read a ton about manners and a ton about everything else. And like, I bowed everywhere. I said, thank you. Like, yeah, I, I read very... all the articles about like, is it okay to do this? Is it not okay to do this? Yeah. yeah. And like and sneezing and coughing is not okay. It's a little bit more loose than like <laughs> mm-hmm. you would think. Yes. But at the same time, it's very humbling how gracious people are there. And I just, my biggest concern was like, be well-mannered, be a fucking champ. Like, don't. If they put something weird in front of you, eat it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I did wind up making, like, a lot of friends. Like, Mm -hmm. that I was like, this is, because they just were like, oh, she gets it. Like, she is here to respect and shit like that. And I was really impressed by how far people went out of their way. I had the most beautiful trip, but I will say Japan needs marijuana bad. You they and I had that marijuana same, bad there. You tweeted it. And I yeah. literally said to myself, like, cause I, the day before you, you tweet something like Japan's great, but I sure miss yes. weed or whatever. I miss weed and my dog and nutritional yeast. The <laughs> night before I thought to myself, I'm like, it's because like, it's too good here. I was like, if Japan had weed, we would all they live there. would be unlocking another level. Yes. That's like, you're a Sims player. Yes. Whatever, like, the highest level of Sims yes. is, that that's is what where Japan I'm at. would level be. Level 55, maxed out on XP. You're maxed out. I'm yeah. maxed out on XP. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you're living that close to the edge. I'm telling you, you're right. You know? The fall is going to be real hard. Yeah. But robot restaurant fucked up. I went twice. It would have been a different experience. I know. I, I mean, know. I would have been crying laughing. Yeah. And Disney. Oh, I was crying laughing. I went sober twice. Yeah, like, I went two days in a yeah, row. I, I just was... can't have fun. Like, it takes it to a new level. Yeah. And I just never. And I went to the snow monkeys. I saw those monkeys. If I would have been high, I would have been sobbing. Right. You know? Right. I would have wept. Yeah. And this is why I probably should marry my myself because i will go out in public dead ass fucking sober and have the time of my goddamn alone life yeah like i've been i've been a lot more sober lately than i have been in a while and it's fun i like it yeah i'd be down with a sober life oh i mean like I would get there sober. Like, right, I'd have right. drinks oh, once it. I was yes, there, yes, but yes. I wasn't just like, yes. I'm drinking wine right now. No, I wasn't like fucking we have to do a special... getting my 60-day trip out in Japan. <laughs> we have to do a special one-off of, like, Japanese trip stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like there's a lot to explore uh, I, here. Yeah, I could talk about it all night. Maybe we could get Logan Paul to come. But let's get into I Me Wed. Yes. 
So speaking of the next level, it opens up with the cheesiest song that we've ever had on this show. Yeah. It's, outside of the it, Craigslist killer montage where she was getting married just for our audience at home. Yes. That was very famous to, in this in this house. This song is like a Lisa Lowe B-side reject. Yeah. It's like... It's they, like Jill Sobel or something. It's sort of like, you know, at the beginning of Legally Blonde. Yes. It's like the perfect day... It's like, let's do something like that, but fucking terrible. It wishes it was that. Yes. And that's what but I love about But there is a these. charm to it, and it's been in my head all fucking day. Yeah. So I guess it works. I love this about these movies, because whenever it falls short, and we did talk about this too, this could have been, if this had a, a couple passes on it, maybe an agent that really cared. Yes. Maybe something. This could have been a studio movie. 100%. This premise with the proper writers, actors, and publicity behind it, it could be a big studio movie. That 100%. Said, I feel like it would almost be like I Feel Pretty right now, where it's yes. like now the, to- now the right. tone isn't there. The trolls are going to come for you, yes. If in Catherine Heigl's day, mm-hmm. this would have shut the house fucking yes. like 10 things, uh, ten, yes. 10 ways to, what is it? 10, ten ways to lose a guy or whatever. Ten, how, how to lose, lose a guy, guy in 10, 10 days. What Honey, fuck? what a great movie. Um, see, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. feel like this would... This, crumble. That, this that would have crumble fit perfectly under this. into like the early 2000s, like 27 dresses, yeah. like all that shit. Very this would have been perfection in there. So I want to play this whole song. And just Jackie has also a really beautiful singing voice. So I want to invite you to sing along. Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Um, I want to invite you to at any <laughs> at any point during this episode, if you feel called. Okay, got it. To, to sing, sing it. got it. I just want everyone to know that they should they should be excited. Yes, that it's going to be great. Yes, and I've been gonna... I've been to- like matching her tone. I can pretty much do it. You did it earlier, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, did the movie already start?" Yeah, like, I, I like felt I said, there. I, this song kind of um, calls to me. Yeah, um, I honestly wish I could have recorded it. I know. But singing jingles you was could, my original you're in a dream. Cover band, yeah, punk rock Barbie. You yeah. guys could cover this song. We sure could. It fits right in with that kind of Josie and the Pussycats era. Absolutely, song. Yeah, we totally uh, could do this song. But I do want to say, Sammy, we have to start giving you a mic because I one, I just love it when someone who's not like so deep in this that it's insane. Yeah, uh, a voice of reason. A voice of reason. Yes. I love a voice of reason. Same. But also, I would just. I feel like I'm going to watch the blood drain from Sammy's face yep. as this song is happening. Yeah, I wish I, I had wait. her on I can't that. wait, honestly. Okay. I think wait. Sammy's a champ. Yeah. 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 Let's, uh, let's start. It's a good yeah. I think it's going to be really good. I'm obsessed with these titles. Mary. No computers. <laughs> Singing this, it would have fucking made 
I didn't know, like, I knew how embarrassing it would be, but, like, I didn't realize how just hard that would be to listen to in front of other people. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I listened to this alone. I really think I've missed my calling in live models. I think I should have written cheesy songs for Lifetime movies because I literally could have written that in one minute. Why would you even begin to think your dream is over? Like, you have so... This could be your pitch. Does anyone know anyone? This is your platform. Does anyone know anyone? You know what you gotta do is you gotta just start producing these things on your own. Yeah. And then putting them up on SoundCloud, hoping someone wants that, you know? And they'll buy it for me for, like, a dollar. I mean, that had to have cost a dollar. There's no way. If I were you, I would just go big and start to write really specific songs you know yeah like i've got hemorrhoids on a tuesday absolutely there's a movie that that needs that nobody talks enough about hemorrhoids so this title sequence is probably probably again one of the best i've seen on lifetime just in that they really took the time as if this was a studio movie yes writing down everyone's title on like an rsvp it was very practical there were no effects there was no iMovie graphics it was all just practical effects it reminded me of like a lyric music video yep do you know yep yep which i um so i but my favorite line was i'm a television nerd yep um, so we come up in the bridal shower. We find out Isabel, our heroine, is giving a speech to Tracy, the bride, and she got her a walk. And did you know the? Did you clock the name of it? It was like a folk, a, a Le Creuset. It was a yeah, so it was La Creuset. Cuisinart and Le Creuset. Is that what that was? I mean, was? that's what I took from it. Well, because that was like I remember for you, that was like one yes. of the highlights Le of Creuset, like your wedding. If, you're, if somebody out there is getting married, okay. Yeah fucking register for a Le Creuset Dutch oven because I didn't do it and then a friend of mine who had just gotten married got me one and she was like I can't believe you didn't have this on registry and it like has changed my life yeah so you definitely need to get one it is like the quintessential like bridal wedding gift here's my question though because I did see you tweet or something that you got the walk and my big question is what the fuck did 99% of the population have doing with like what are we doing with a walk well I don't TBH do I, I don't think I've ever used the walk Adam has used it maybe three times okay so it doesn't go use that often is he often. making stir fry yeah we're doing like a rice okay. or like I'm trying to figure like a curry maybe we, we do use it but it's just very right. tedious to clean it, I, yeah. we have a very tiny sink it's probably very aesthetically pleasing it's though. gorgeous love that it is gorgeous so this is great because you originally wanted to do a um, fatal flip which is about house flipping and then what are the yes. odds this there's movie, house flipping in this she's a house flipper yes. and she does very well for herself Isabel is serving me like like the oc like julie cooper realness i don't know if you remember the oh, oc marissa's I didn't mom watch it but i okay, know well, yeah. everyone out there who's watching she's literally julie cooper reincarnated yeah she's got like the strawberry blonde hair with a bang this actress is very pretty she's so beautiful it was hard for me you know what she actually looks a lot like you i was thinking that during the whole time i what? was like i wonder if jackie's watching that being like that was like that no, was she my just has like just, she has like my she has like my dream hair, pretty much. It's just Erica like, really Durant is her name. Um, she has a good career too. She definitely has yeah, a career. I Googled her. She's done Supergirl, Saving Hope. I mean, these are the 
like Smallville. These are the shows you want to do because you she are. She was Lois Lane on Smallville, right? She's probably like making hunty. some. She's probably making those some... residues are cute. Yeah, she's getting cute checks. Um, she is on a soundtrack. She's on the sound, uh, Smallville soundtrack too. Ooh. So she's got a voice on her. Everyone's getting married. What about the twist if she was the singer of that song? I would love that. You know, Katie Seagal sang a bunch of songs on the Sons of Anarchy soundtrack because her husband created the show. I love her. I did she's, know that. I she love sang her. green sleeves and Adam and I sing it to each other all the time. That's really cute. Yeah, well, she can sing. Should I watch Sons of Anarchy? It's it's a it's a guilty pleasure. Okay, like there's there's seasons and episodes that are really good, and then there's really really bad ones. But I feel like that's like a Criminal Minds or something where it's like I know America likes it. Yeah, I just need to like give it a shot. You, I think you would like it, okay. and it's very it's not you know like a Criminal Minds in the sense that it's like a procedural. It's actually there's a huge narrative and there's a lot of crazy shit that goes on. It's very crazy. I think you I might like that. it. Um, Plus Charlie Hunnam, easy on the eyes, right? Oh, I thought, yeah, he's a cutie. I love a good like blue collar guy. Of course, yeah, I and love a blue collar quality. To we my have man. we have that vibe in this movie, except I, he, he falls very oh, short. We'll talk about it, honey. So I would say that her apartment. I will just like throw out some Boston real estate numbers. Okay, I would yes. have to say that's like a five thousand dollar a month apartment. Whoa! But in two thousand seven, uh, it was probably still like. Three, like mm-hmm. it's it was a big ass yeah. place. She's got a great apartment. Her friends suck, by the way. Can we go back to the bridal shower for a second? Yeah, I would love to because they're all like barking at her for not being married. Amy, her best friend, who's like the most dick thirsty like bitch I've ever known. I wrote on this. I don't think they, that they would be friends if they didn't have history. Like a hundred percent. They're like, trying she's to make a toxic friendship. Yes. yes. Like oh, we were friends in college, and like I feel guilty cutting her out of my life. Exactly. exactly. She fucking sucks. They open the Le Cousin walk, and Amy goes, if you want a Le Cousin, you should get married. I'm like, bitch. Yeah, I know. I can buy my own damn Le Cousin. Which is exactly what Isabel had to yes. say, too. She's like, I got a waffle iron. I got this. I got that. She, I love this girl because she's um, very, like, diet feminist. Like, yes. there's some problematic stuff there but she's doing her 2007 best i agree and i think that she didn't like she didn't let her shitty friends like take her down no. or like manipulate her which yeah i i have to say is props because even i would have crumbled under that when you've got 12 friends that don't that have no none of your best interest in mind but also like amy find your own fucking man right i'm just like she's like you should get married you know isabel you should get married i'm like bitch find your own husband i know if you want a husband so damn bad get your own and all of this by the way is going on at someone else's bridal shower yes. i'd be like why do we have to hear amy's like five-year plan this is literally not the time no we're opening gifts for our friend yeah keep my fucking private life out of this no one needs to know shit like amy i try so hard when i go to like anything like <laughs> like whenever i <laughs> i try not to even be like when someone's like how are you doing i'm like i'm good isn't today beautiful all i, all I yes. try to do is just like i don't want to ever be yes. caught speaking about myself yes. at someone's like let's talk event. about the fucking weather let's yeah. talk about handmaid's tale let's talk about any fucking thing besides the last thing i want anyone to be able to say is molly mackler was there blabbing about herself right. like kill me um so she's a house flipper she's redoing homes that are like things are worth like these are million dollar homes in boston and her newest project needs a lot of work it's a total shithole yeah so she and amy are waiting for roy her and, contractor and amy, what a fucking bitch what? she goes oh 
you know, she was like not impressed. I'm like, bitch, if my best friend just bought a house, do you know how happy I would be for her? Exactly. Again, Amy, well, are you a fucking homeowner? And also, Amy, do you understand what house flipping is? Yeah, I guess not. She's like, I remember what she said, but she said something very cunty. Right. Very judgmental. She just was like, how are you going to do this? And you know what? If Amy doesn't have vision, she doesn't have vision. Yes. That's okay. I'm sure a lot of people would say that walking into that house. But it's like, have, girl, have some faith in your do girl. Do you not watch Chip and Joanna Gaines? Like, honey, this is a work in progress. Amy has got this covered. A- Amy also brought up her being oh, single I mean, sorry. again. Isabel has this covered. Yes. She got, she's like, yeah. She's like, by she the way, it up great again. house. It sucks. You're not married. I'm like, why are you so offended by Isabel's lifestyle, Amy? Let I know. Let your live her fucking life. I know. And she's doing great. I am on edge about Amy. Like, yeah. from minute frame one, I'm like, Amy, there's something there. I'm sniffing you out. She's that type of person that, like, Every time I started watching it again, I was like, oh, Amy's actually like, that's like, she's a pretty actress. Yeah. And like, in my mind, she's a fucking troll. Yes. And so every time I watch it, I'd be like, oh, wait, she actually is like a cute girl. I was like, why do I? Oh, no, because she's a terrible person. She sucks. Um, So they're waiting for Roy, uh, the contractor, to come back. He's like, comes in. He's a very like blue collar Boston yes. contractor kind of like supposed to be like a good old boy like salty yeah. dog type my first reaction was like there's a dark secret here oh but I, it, it surpassed like like a molesty yeah I felt something weird right. but, but again maybe I'm just I'm on edge about men in general at this point in my life sure so sure I sure like, sure I was like, and they were making all those jokes about him so it starts out because he's like she's like oh Roy's coming and Amy's like oh is he cute yeah, it's like, Amy, why are you so dick thirsty? Literally. Can you let one man go by before you're trying to get Isabel to fuck him? I know. Or Jesus just like, keep it for herself. So then she's like, oh, he's old. And she's like, but is he cute? And then so when he comes in, Isabel goes, hey, Roy, this is my best friend, Amy. She likes, she older, likes men. older men. And Amy's like, shut up. And then Roy goes, I'm all yours, sweetheart. Yeah. And I was like, I love, I did a better Boston accent there that than That was he really did. good, yeah. But um, it's like. This is who this is. He's that he's that good old boy. I, yeah. I do like that about him. This was true to the movie and that like that's exactly who'd be doing this. So he gives her a rundown of the place and he's like, you need new floors. You need new molding, wainscoting, uh, fireplace, new windows, which you know all about because you renovated a home. Molly. It, yeah. But here's the thing is like, it's not that's not his job. Like, yeah. you're right. Like, she's the house flipper. So she could be like, I like the original flooring. Right. Let's sand it down. I thought the windows were fine, too. The windows were, yeah, they were okay. Yeah. I was like, this is probably like some single pane glass shit. Yeah. But like that said, like, it's not his job. Like, was he the renovator? So um, who knows how long they've been working together? It seems like they've been working together a long time. They seem like bros. Yes. And then the best thing is that, like, he's literally like, they, we need to, uh, we need to strip down the walls. He goes, all right, I got to use the John. And he, like, skips off, like, yeah, what I'm, a like weird... is he actively shitting himself? Like, the yeah. way that he excused himself. Yeah, from you're that right. Scene. He had a, tur- a turtle head poking out. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, so then. Maybe that's why it, w- it threw me. I was like, what he, an he odd like, thing to about say. About the shit his pants. Yeah, what a weird way to exit a room in front of two women. You right, know? and I think that like the writer was probably thinking like, oh, he's like a blue collar. Yeah, we'll give him like a funny little quirky. You know, yeah. like oh, he's an old man, he's got to take a shit. Yeah. So, um, Isabel and her mom go walking in the park, and her mom can't keep up because she's wearing size six shoes. Okay, that was one of the weirdest things. I know. She goes, well, you know, I had to have these shoes, and they only had a size six. I'm like, that's in fucking sane right right like first of all buy online right second of all you wanted these shoes so badly that you're like 
squeezing your foot in like a fucking geisha to fit this shoe? You're insane. What the is wrong with you? The internet in this you movie is a fucking wild west. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're all like, ooh, the internet. What's that? And I will say that for a very long time, like finding shoes at the Filene's basement sale that were like a half size too small, people would pull that off all the time. Right. But when someone says size six, I'm like, you have the feet of a toddler. Yes. You know, that's yes. so small. Yes. So I was assuming she was an eight going into a six. Which but. is insane. And they weren't even that good of shoes. Literally, I wrote down, I know what pair of Stella McCartney heels they're ripping off here yeah. because I have the flat version and I've worn them into the ground. Yeah. But they were the ugliest fucking shoes I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, they're walking and she goes, oh, they see a, a woman, a bride taking a picture next to a tree uh, and with her husband. And she goes, oh, a spring wedding in Boston. Is there anything more lovely? Which like, yeah, there's a lot more lovely things. Like I will say that th- until about mid-June, it's pretty nippy there. Yeah. You know, it's in Boston. The best thing you probably have is a winter wedding because you're like, I fucking embrace it, dude. Yes. We're doing long Everyone's sleeves. Everyone's wearing coats. Red roses. Yes. Okay. Like a so, uh, darker color palette. Absolutely. Yes, I, and I like that. I like that Me romantic too. color palette. Me too. Um. So she goes, Isabel says to her mom, are you talking to yourself? And then her mom goes, yeah, I started to do that since you stopped listening to me. So her mom's just like doing the most. And she, the way that she plays this part out is like, she's doing this thing where maybe you can describe it better than I can. Yeah. I've been doing that ever since you stopped listening to me. And she's like, kind of, as she says it, she's like looking up in the sky and like, it's obvious she's sort of trying to do a comedy bit. The mom is probably my least favorite character. She's awful. She has crazy eyes. Yeah. Which like, I don't normally say about people. I feel like that's kind of judgmental, but in this case, she literally has crazy eyes. Like she looks like a husky with rabies. I think her eyes are like ice blue and they're darting all over the place. Yes. And again, she's given no characterization other than like these weird, I guess, trying to be funny lines about her weird feet that are too small. She starts talking about her dead husband right now. There's no read on her character. None. It's not like she's like a style maven we through don't and give through. her a toby we no. don't give her a job we don't give her anything other than why don't you get married why is everybody fucking trying to get her married so desperately i and don't by know. the way she's only 30 in this she's it's 30. not like she's 40 yeah it's like hey we all have kids and we're married don't you want this it's like we're 30 bitch i think like honestly at 40 people are probably not pushing you to get married as much as they're like pleasantly surprised when you do. Yeah. Which is even darker yes. when you think of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this like exchange between them and she goes, um, she's like, you know, she's like, your dad wanted you to get married. And Isabel goes, you're not really going to play the dead father card. Are you? He's been dead for 15 years. It doesn't work anymore. Mom. And the mom's like, this is what you said. This is what your father said to me. If I die, so fucked. make sure Isabel gets married before she's too old and wrinkly to attract a decent man. Can you fucking believe that? And then Isabel goes, really? Because that's funny. When I was 15 years old, he told me never to do something you don't want to do because someone pressures you. Mom's like, he was talking about drugs. And then there's this really weird moment where they try to add a dark humor to the movie that doesn't feel appropriate isabel starts to goes but you can't prove it now can you because he's dead and then she starts to fake cry and he goes he's my dead father mom and mom was you're sick and isabel's like you learned from the i learned from the best like it's just so forced and like 
doesn't help the story at all. It doesn't. And uh, I don't know. This whole scene could have been cut from the movie. And like, I guess maybe the most we got out of it is like, okay, we have the information about the dead dad. We know her mom's superficial. And we know that literally everyone is shoving this down her throat at every waking moment. Was that supposed to show like that she was emotionally well adjusted? Like my dad's dead, but like it doesn't haunt me every second. I don't know. She seems really sane. Yeah. So far. Yeah. I'm happy for her that she has this house and like she's beautiful and like she's flourishing. Totally. So. And you know what they say when you're not looking for a person is when they come into your life. And I was just about to say, of course, this whole thing is, is, uh, is mixed up when Roy's son, Colin, walks into her life, which we're going to play this clip now. I want to say in advance, make sure you listen for the wicked. You can't miss it, but there is... (laughs) Ways that people write about Boston, specifically Boston slang, that they consistently get wrong. And this way, uh, he says wicked, is the one way you should never say it. Hey, get up. Hey, Roy. New assistant? Ah, that's my boy, Colin. Really? I didn't know your son was a contractor. Yeah, he's coming back from the biz. Chip off the old block, though. <laughs> Colin. Isabel. Isabel. Colin. Hey. Wicked good to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Where do you want me to put these tools, Pop? What do you think? In the house, you idiot. Hey, who you call an idiot, idiot? You idiot. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Get in the house, kid. Nice meeting you, Izzy. Actually, could you call me Isabel? I hate Izzy. It's a childhood thing. Oh, sure thing, Izzy. Inside. And what's up with this fucking music? Okay, it's like, this is what I wrote. I said it's like Irish step dancing meets like the music that they probably play it on the border or like some other shitty yeah. like Tex-Mex. I just said Bennigan's. Yeah, yeah. It's like this. It was like they're like, oh, Irish people live in Boston. Let's throw in some fucking Irish right. music. And she's not like a a real Irish lass herself. No. And like these, this guy Colin does not read as like he just reads as white guy. And I would say this, he looks exactly. Exactly like Jared from The Bachelor, the one that's uh, engaged to Ashley I now, just like with that fucking gross face. He is a mediocre white guy that thinks he's funny, which yeah. is like my personal kryptonite. Yeah. And it, no. no. Well, listen, I'm going to be honest. Colin grows on me. He does. But this first clip, I, I we obviously know they're going to hook up. Like, I, sure. It's like, but I was like, he fucking sucks. She's so beautiful. She's a homeowner. Right. This guy is of, she's gonna fuck him and ruin everything like that was my first reaction is he fucking sucks he's not funny he's trying to like neg her by calling her easy when she said exactly. no I'm like negging is so not okay it's not even just negging it's like literally it, I bubbed on it because I was like she literally just said something bothers her yeah and you like double, double down, down on, on it, it. like fu- oh. maybe she doesn't like to be called Izzy because like she was bullied with that yes. or like her dead dad said it or like something really fucking terrible happened to her like if someone says no they say fucking no Colin yeah um, come on Colin but uh wicked nice to meet you um wicked is best used like the way that i would use it in this if i had to squeeze it in to prove a point it would be like this uh so nice to meet you this place is wicked nice like it means really yeah and if you say it like wicked like that's not right that's not right it drives me fucking nuts i still can't i've never been able to enjoy that movie the perfect storm because even though everyone in that movie is like some sort of oscar-winning actor their Boston accents are so bad. What about like the Depatted? That's a lot better. You're down with that. Yeah, yeah, that one's a lot better. How was that? Was that good? 
That was that. I've that never was, been. Oh, that was okay. I've never been. I'm I not claiming say, to know how. Like I'm not, the, I don't like, try to. I don't appropriate other cultures. You know. Thank you for thank that. you. Um, I would say Goodwill Hunting probably has oh, yeah, the yeah. most best natural yeah. use of, as well as like the t- anytime Ben Affleck's involved. Honestly, even though not a fan. Right. Um, His any- teeth are too big. He got way too big of an ears. I know. Um, I love Googling celebrities' teeth. That's one of my hobbies. You do? Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, so uh, back at uh, Isabel's place, she and Amy are watching the Nancy Singer show, which yes. I kind of put together was probably a blend of Oprah, some something like Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah, I was saying like Sally Jesse Ricky Lake. But then like also like a Dr. Phil element mm-hmm. where they had to do, they were doing like feel good stories. But also this one in particular was about an obese woman who was confronting the fact that she let herself go, even though she said she never would. And, uh, and of course they're watching it and like judging people. Of course. And, and Amy says like, I'm happy we can watch this show because everyone on this show's fucked up and it makes me feel better about myself. And I was like, Amy, you need to look in the damn mirror and That's take a hard look. That's how I talk about Dr. Phil. Yeah. Is I'm like, well, at least I'm not the worst person in the world. Yeah. But I, I also, I'm, Amy is a hater. Yes. She's someone where it's like. Negative energy. Take it down. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is God for Go do us. some charity work, Amy. Amy, do Don't some you charity think? work. Yep. Yeah. She needs perspective. Go to the soup kitchen, bitch. Hateful. Pick up a ladle. Get some pick, perspective. Pick up a ladle. <laughs> so I wrote that Nancy Singer looks like she got cleaned up by a program that helps women get their get back on their feet after addiction. Yep. Like she looked rough. Yeah. Uh, and to believe she that looks this like woman, she's seen some shit, you know, seen some shit yes. and to have like Oprah money, which I guess we should take from this. Like she's wealthy. It was surprising to me that this is a seasoned television host that they pushed out there looking like. Yeah. She just got, you know, dressed for success just did a makeover for her. Yeah. Um, she Amy, had a look. She had a look. She has a look. Yeah. So Amy says she has a perfect guy for her to go out with for Isabel. It's a friend of hers who just got back into town. He has a great job. And he, um, she's like, I don't want to be set up. And he, she's like, no, listen, he's perfect for you. You're his type. You should go with him. So... I wrote here, I said, what you should know is that the guy is disgusting, of course. And we're going to play this whole clip of the date and a little bit after. But at one point, you're going to hear paper paper crinkling and you're not going to have a visual for that. So that's him leaving a shitty tip on a check and then taking back a dollar because he realizes it's too much. So there's that blank space there. And uh, Isabel also supplements the bill by throwing down some extra cash. So that's that. Okay, that's that story. Have I told you what he does for a living? Oh, my God. Wait. He makes the tags that go in clothes. Well, that sounds fascinating, Amy. Who cares how fascinating it is? He is worth yeah. a fortune and ready to get married. Right, and you know how much I care about that. Come yeah. on. Go out with him, please. For me, I know you two are going to hit it off. She has, like, a <laughs> face. I didn't realize there were so many stories about clothing tags. <clears throat> I have more. <clears throat> like the wine? It's fine. <clears throat> Tells mine. We just rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. Oh, Babe. that was fun. Thank you. Yeah. Had a great time tonight, Isabel. Yeah, me too. I am gonna get your coat. Okay. 
classy way to treat a lady in her First days. of all, what a cheap bill. It was only $20. I know. Well, I guess we should. Thank you. Here we go. Oh, you got there? Whoa, hey. What the hell are you doing? Oh, sorry. I was just force of habit. Sorry. I just put there checking to see if that tag is one of mine. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't see a tag at all, so. Uh, I looked it up. Oh, I cut it off. It itched. Oh, yeah. So, um, hey, if your right hand had an itch, would you just cut that off too? No, because I need my right hand. I don't need an itchy piece of fabric giving me a rash on the back of the neck. Do you know how much workmanship goes into one of these? <sighs> so, when can I see you again? So, he fucking sucks. Um, I wrote here that when he opens his coat in anger, I was genuinely afraid. Yep. Like, that's a man that's going to snap. Yep. And I said, this is just bad directing because I can't imagine anyone on the set, like, saw that take and was like, that reads as psychotic. Yeah. You know? Well, um, back in t- 2007, you know, it wasn't as prevalent, the toxic masculinity, you know? That's like, true. We it, just all accepted it. It wasn't. And, yeah. like, this guy is, you know, he's a larger guy. Um not the best looking guy, mm. you know, also, very average. I would say, sorry, cheesy, <laughs> sorry, on, dude, <laughs> cheesy on top of he it. He probably knows. Yeah. I think he knows. Yeah. Uh, when you get hired to be this guy, you know, yes, but, um, George Clooney ain't going out for weird tag guy that doesn't tip enough. You here's know, here's one thing where I was like, you don't have to get on her side, man. But like, think about this. Her not wanting that tag in her shirt is not about you. Right. Okay. Yeah. You make tags, but, like, do you make itchy tags? Because that was her problem. Yes. He should have looked at that and said, you know what? That company, they always make the right. worst tags. That's why you should shop with my tags. Right. You know? Yeah, but you're right. He could have used that as a learning experience. He doesn't make all tags. I mean, first of all, him not leaving enough as a tip, pussy dries it right up. Yeah. I'm done. That, oh, that was the last straw. You got to tip a your dollar servers. back a single dollar. I'm telling you, that would have been it for me. And then she doubles down with like 10 extra yeah. bucks. And I was like, she just fucking did 25% she, there. She didn't even get a free meal. Right. Like, that's why you go on dates. Is that what? Oh, oh, because she paid for the yeah. tip. Yeah. Where were they eating? What was that? I mean, some shitty restaurant. I yeah. have no idea. A very generic, like, quiet, fake restaurant. It was probably, like, the casting director's house or something. Right. Well, no, I know she up. loves sushi. We find out throughout right, the right. movie. So I was like, maybe he took her for sushi. Oh, yeah, it didn't look sushi. You don't you don't slam a red wine with sushi. Right. Um, but, yeah, so we go to Amy calling Isabel in the morning. And she's like, what do you think about Jim? What is he like? Um, and she's like, listen. She's like, you know, it didn't really. And then she... She gets a call from her mom. She switches over to her mom, and her mom's like, "What does he do? Do you like him?" And I was there they thinking, both like, just start hounding the shit out of her. But like, why would you even tell your mom? Yeah. about one first date. Yeah, that's I like think Amy might have told her. Like Amy told uh, her mom, and right, then her right. mom told Isabel's mom. That's probably you right. know her mom is dick thirsty too. It's like I know your husband's been dead fifteen years. Get your own damn man. That I kept thinking that the entire time, yeah. which I was like, "Where's your husband?" Get on Match.com, bitch. Right. Get you a man. Yeah, she's absolutely. Cute. She's cute. Yes. She obviously this means a lot to her, like being in a relationship. So she, there's this bit here, basically, where Amy's on the phone and she's on the phone with her mom and blah blah. blah. They're switching back and forth, and by the time she gets back on the phone with Amy, Amy's saying that like not only has she spoken to Jim and 
Jenny's in Derb, but she has also talked to her mom about it. Right. Um, and her mom's whole thing is just like, you're too picky. Um, which is true of some people. Yes. It's just like, it hey. It could be a defense mechanism. Like, I don't let a fear of intimacy. Or a delusion. Yes. Where it's just like, listen, Shallow sweetie. Shallow Like, yeah. yeah, we're not dating. Like, we're not everyone's going to date someone out of Max. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. But there's plenty of people available in your price range. So... Everyone I just wore, everyone's dressed horribly. It all looks like something. Oh, at this bridal shower. Oh, the bachelorette party. The, ba- the bachelorette party. I made a note about Amy's shirt as well. Yeah. It's the worst purple satin ruffled shirt with like two long strings hanging down that she didn't bother to tie. Yeah. It was like Destiny's Child House of Darion would have yes. rejected it. It they was all, so, so bad. They all like, I don't even know where you would get these clothes. Yeah. It like, was I want to try and a pinpoint painful it. moment. I'm be- but like, no, you can get great stuff at TJ Maxx. Yeah. Like, I don't know where the fuck these clothes came from. They're terrible. Hell. Very bad. Um, but one thing I noticed right away is that they take a shot and then they take another shot, which I just wrote as dangerous and stupid. And I said, it's also unclear if a woman who's slamming, like if this is, she's in a mindset in her life where she could take two shots back to back. I don't know if she's ready to get married. You know what? You're right. You. She's dulling something. Yeah, she's dulling something because that's just like irresponsible drinking. I honestly feel like every woman in this scene needs to get her wardrobe together before, you know, judging her best friend's sex life. Who's doing great. Yes. And who dresses pretty cute. Yeah, totally. So the bride um, comes over and she's like buzzed. And she's like, do you think Jim is the one? Like Amy told me about him. And then Isabel's just like, take another shot. Yeah. And I was like, like, shut up. I said, this is cruel. I said, she's going to wake up tomorrow feeling very sick. Plus, like, what a lame bachelorette party. They're just at some random bar. Yeah. Like, can somebody plan for this poor woman? And she already had a bridal shower in a yard. She looks like her friend. <laughs> her friend who's the bride looks like her little, like, prop veil is, like, literally, like, a uh, a paper napkin that you buy in, like, a 300-pack for your family. Yeah. There was no effort put into this. So, um... You know, apparently Amy's told them all that she's dating someone who could be husband material. And Isabel turns to Amy um, and is like, I'm not into Jim. She's like, says, uh, she tur- or Isabel turns to Amy and says, I'm not into Jim. And then she turns to everyone else. She's like, I'm not into Jim. I'm not getting married. Um, At and her then- friend's bachelorette party, she stands up and makes a speech. I mean, about her own goddamn life. That said, they're all dr- like they're yeah. dragging her. Yeah, yeah. Like, even the bride is it just never, dragging it, her. They never let up on her. No, this whole movie so far, the only scenes where they're not judging her is when she's with the contractor guy. They should have called it like "Off My Nuts" or something yes. like that instead of "I Me Wet." It's just like "Get the fuck off my nuts." I'm telling you, I was thinking this whole time like Isabel needs to move to L.A. Yeah, I was like, we're. I mean, I'm not single, but a lot of my friends are yep. homeowners. Like these, in our 30s, we're getting shit done. Yeah, she needs. She to needs to be meet, around meet us. Some friends, yes. make some good friends. So, um, Amy's like, I just want to be happy to married like they are. And then she goes, Well, if Tra- Amy, if Tracy told you to jump off the Charles River Bridge, would you do it too? I don't think there is a Charles River Bridge. Interesting. Like there's bridges that yeah. go over. They just it. made up a name. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I just might if I'm single. So then there's this big moment. That's so sad. I know. It's dark as fuck. I know. And she's a and little she too is old single. to feel that way. And she is single. I know. Amy, get a goddamn man. It's not judging everybody. It's like this mixture of like de- the way that you're deluded when you're 24. Where you're like, if I'm not married by 28, like I'm going to die. Like it's like having that attitude, but at 30, which is depressing. I also want to say they don't really have a very diverse circle of friends. No, I mean, there there is like 
some diversity, but it's a, it's, it's a lifetime diversity. Yes. You know? Um, but so then there's this speech between them. Um, Isabel says, if somebody doesn't love me, I can't love myself. Well, I love myself. I do. I love myself. I honor myself and I cherish myself. And then Amy says, well, then why don't you just marry yourself? And Isabel's like, you know what? That's not such a bad idea. She's like, Amy's like, Isabel, you can't marry yourself. Then I knew this was coming. Watch me cut to commercial. So... That we was call nice, that an aha moment. That was a nice first act sort yes. of thing. You know, like really good act break. She's getting married, bitch. Um, let's play this clip from 1458 to 1619. Some homophobic dudes. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, so, do you so think we'll have the basement gutted by the end of today? Well, depends. On what? You buying us lunch. All right. Fine, I'll buy you lunch. How about sushi? Oh, it sounds fantastic. If I were a freaking dolphin. <laughs> All right, I'll get subs. Double me. But of course. Oh, and I was also going to ask you, could you come by on Saturday? The electrician wants to go over the wiring plans. Yeah, sorry, I can't do it. What do you mean you can't do it? I'm busy. This better not be what I think it is. You said you stopped. It's only once a week. Still, it's a disgrace. You know what? Uh, I'm going to go get lunch. This looks like a private matter. No, you don't have to go. I won't call and tell you the truth. Pop. Now go ahead, idiot. Tell her. Tell her what you do on Saturday. Hey, dress up in tights. And put on a wig and a pointy hat. Oh, no, no. It's not what you think. On Saturdays, I'm a Boston buggy tour guide. Oh, you mean... That's right. He drives sightseers around on one of them ridiculous horse and buggies pretending he's Thomas Jefferson. Paul Revere. You see what I mean? I don't know. Sounds like it could be kind of fun. You ever been? Oh, God, no. That's for tourists. One of my favorite ways to watch Lifetime movies is on the Lifetime Movie Club, streaming 100 Lifetime movies anywhere, anytime. New movies are rotated in weekly, so you will never run out of new juicy movies to watch. Plus, listeners of Mother May I Sleep a Podcast get an exclusive one-month free trial. Just go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls, and if you're still not convinced, let me tell you about this month's movies. We've got I Am Elizabeth Smart, which I believe was produced by Elizabeth Smart, has Skeet Ulrich in it, and it is beyond creepy. It really... If you ever thought you knew what happened to Elizabeth Smart, watch this because you didn't. Uh, Cocaine Godmother is on there. How could anyone not watch a movie called Cocaine Godmother? And Rules Too Late to Say Goodbye and Committed. Again, to get your free month of Lifetime Movie Club, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash malls. That's LifetimeMovieClub.com slash M-O-L-L-S for the exclusive to us offer of one free month. Uh, so, all right, um, I'm from Lexington, Massachusetts, home of the famous Midnight Ride of Paul Revere, and we used to get put through these things called, um, it was the, come on, Molly, reenactment, and you would go out, they used to have it at the actual time it happened, um, which is, I think, four o'clock in the morning, but then they moved it up to, like, six, because basically college, or high school kids would just stay up all night, get drunk, yeah, party. Yeah, makes sense. They'd come shit-faced to the reenactment. Um, and it is, like, in Massachusetts, it's actually not 
wildly uncommon to be a part of a reenactment group. Like, it's just history as our business there. So um, the fact that, like, not only does this guy think it's wild that his son does historical reenactment stuff, but that it's, like... It's kind of like, oh, it's like my son's a queer. Yeah. Like he just it has felt this very like, homophobic and weird. And then when she goes, he goes, he puts on uh, tights and a wig and a pointy hat. And then we're supposed to buy. He goes, oh, it's not what you're thinking. And I'm like, I think everyone after pointy hat would have been like, OK, the wig, the dress. I kind of get an idea of what's going on here. Yeah. Pointy I was hat. thinking like Captain Morgan. I was thinking like a pirate moment or something. He's talking about his tricorner hat. But like, it's not like. Drag queens are notoriously yes. known for their pointy hats. It's not what I thought after the pointy hat part. No. And, like, he's, uh, he just looked, like, horrified, like, by the idea that she might think he wears drag. Little does she know, she has a gay best friend. That's true. Um, I just wrote, these dudes are fucking homophobic. So we pull up on a view of the city, and, um, Colin pulls up to the house that they're redoing as Paul Revere. They do a little bit about scrunchies. The scrunchie joke was actually funny. That he says it was invented by like 1870 by Benjamin Franklin. That was like, I was, she, she said something about the scrunchie and I was like, okay, first like kind of cute line. Yeah. Like that was a cute little flirty, funny line. You're making line. jokes. Yeah, yeah, jokes. that was cute. I mean the, the sushi dolphin line like w- dried my pussy up. I was oh, like, yeah. I would never fuck a guy who won't eat sushi. It made me so sad. I mean, listen. He's I, closed-minded. He's uncultured. He doesn't deserve you. I will say this. I grew up in Boston. I didn't see sushi till I moved out here. I didn't it's eat it till I was in super, college. It's not a super right. common thing. But like the idea of being one, forcing someone into buying your lunch, which when I had my construction crew, they would sometimes be like, oh, you're like going to buy us lunch today? Like, little did I know, like, that was not a requirement yeah. for me. So, like, it got to the point where, like, I always had, like, food out for them and snacks out for them. And, like, no, dude, I'm already paying you. Yes, you can get so your own damn much lunch. Money. Get your own damn lunch. But, like, yeah, I guess sometimes that could be used as an incentive. But then they blow it back in our face. They're like, sushi? Like, oh, you want to spend, like, $100 on a meal for us? Go get us double meat subs. Yeah. Gross. Just again, another example of this script's just like filler dialogue that really had no thought put into it. Well, like it's not even filler. It's like trying to paint an attitude that's just so not well adjusted. Yes. yes. And so uh, it takes away anything complimentary you could say about these guys. I, I really was rooting for Roy. But, like, I was like, he basically is calling his son a Nancy boy. Yeah. You know? I don't like it. Um. So, um. yeah, he says, like, He's like, oh, um, you know, Benjamin and Franklin invented this office. She goes, really? And he goes, oh, you're gullible. That's good to know. And Ugh, I was like, ooh. Rapey. I know. <laughs> I, put, um, I put Colin as a serial killer. Yeah. He gave me such a weird vibe. He seems like he has secrets. He has a dark, like the darkness is very close to the surface. Yeah, what I was feeling right here. That's a, that's a very good instinct. So then we see Isabel's mom opening up a card. It's a save the date, May 3rd for the wedding of Isabel Darden to Isabel Darden. Uh, that was one of my favorite scenes because I was like, first of all, your first reaction, like, she first was like, oh, my God. Like, she was excited. And I was like, yeah. bitch, don't you think your daughter would have told you she was getting married? Like, that right. was the wrong face. Yeah. And, like, she was, like, warmed by it. And then she read the second name, Isabel Darden, and she, like, her crazy eyes went off the chart. It was all eye acting and voiceover. Yes. I recommend this scene to a friend. I think everyone yes. should watch this. But I just wrote here, she's making save the dates. Like, aren't those fucking expensive? Well, that's what I'm saying. She already has gone very above and beyond. Especially. 
especially for something that later on we find out like got way out of hand. Yes. Like this is not what she wanted. This was professionally like printed up. Those too. are those were legit yes. invitations. Yes. So um, her mom looks like she's literally going to have a heart attack when we end this scene. And we go to Isabel trying to call her mom, but she's refusing to answer. So um, Amy comes by the house and she's like, what the hell are you doing, Isabel? She's like, I'm having a small intimate ceremony. It'll be at the park, maybe a boat. She's like, you made your point. And she's like, no, I'm making my point of the third. Um, so Isabel's gay BFF comes in. And this is great because... This man has no sense, according to this movie. Like, yes. Amy's a bitch, but then here comes Bill. the best friend, Bill, who comes in as, a, I guess, a designer, we're supposed to assume. They, he has no career, but we assume he's a designer or something. But for all of that, he can't get a bag to put his samples in. Like, he's literally holding reams of fabric yeah. and, like, magazines. And he he looks like he's never handled any of these objects in his life. So when she, come, when she, when she answers the door, he's like, oh, thank God. Um, so let's start there at 1819. I'm about to collapse. I almost lost some image. You're getting Bill to plan this thing? What thing? I'm getting married. You're getting married? I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. Why didn't you tell me? Who is he? When is it? What are you wearing? And again, why didn't you tell me? Well, it was all very sudden. What? Oh, no, my God. Forgot to ask the most important thing of all. When are we going dress shopping? <laughs> I'm sure she's not going to be wearing a wedding dress. Yeah, I was thinking maybe more of a white sheath dress or something. <laughs> Silly, you're getting married. You have to wear a real wedding dress. Of course you do. I mean, you only get married to yourself once, right? You don't think it'd be too weird, do you? It is the greatest idea I've ever heard. Of course it's too weird. This whole thing is too weird. Can I help you plan it? You can't get married without your own personal gay guy. You really want to? Hey, we've been planning other people's stuff for years. Let me help you with you for once. I bet you're the maid of honor. Oh, I'm sure she's not going to have bridesmaids. You have to have bridesmaids. I have to have bridesmaids. But you can't... Oh, my God. I just thought of the perfect person to do the ceremony. Who? Me. I can get ordained online for nineteen ninety-five. That is a great idea. Oh, and oh, my God. <laughs> I have to start making calls. Thank you. Yeah. Isabel, stop it. It isn't funny anymore. You can't marry yourself. It's insane. You know what I think is insane? Someone's best friend telling them that they have to settle so they fit in with their friends. I didn't tell you to settle. I am just saying that a woman should be allowed to be single and happy without everyone around her telling her she can't be. You know what? Is I, I don't think I can be a part of this with you. It's just too out there. Look, I have to go. I have a date. Really? With who? With Jim, actually. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. We were hanging out last week, and I suddenly realized he's actually my type. Right, your type, being desperate to get married. Amy, wait. The truth hurts, Amy. The truth hurts. I shouldn't have said that. I'm I'm sorry. Get it, Amy. And fucking recognize. Amy needs to get fucked. Amy needs to like, get you know what I mean? real. I don't think she could. I don't think she ever has sex. Yeah. Like, she's maybe like dates someone for six weeks like kind of considers it and then is just like a limp fish in the sack because she's too busy thinking about other shit yeah now here's my thing i worry about bill because i don't think he has any sort of you know i'm not saying any people should be you know self-motivated or whatever he has no agenda 
Like, it's like he is just a Pinterest board waiting he, for other people to pin shit on him. He's a stereotype of a stereotype. They and didn't like, give this motherfucker a single bit of characterization. We know nothing about him. We, we don't know no if he has somebody he in his living. life. We don't know anything about him. He literally walks in. He goes, I'm fabulous. Right. And just starts like, you know, he's also the only non-white, only yeah. non-straight character. And, you know, he also is like the only one that's down with this. So he's the voice of reason. And what's great normally with like a self-centered sort of character like this um that kind of just like breezes through what's really happening is that they usually have like they had they're self-centered in like that way where it's like you know their motivation like mm-hmm. i have no idea why he wants to do this for them yeah um, yeah they don't even are they even that good of friends because he goes i didn't even know he had a boyfriend it's like for me for him to ask that in that such a casual way right they must not even be that close I mean, he hates Amy. Be- because for me, it's like if if like Ed came over, right? And you were like, "Hey, I'm getting married." He'd be like, "What the fuck? Who?" Yeah, he would be a lot more, right? You know, and enth- he would have a little bit more of a reaction. And I think that might have been what they were attempting to get across. But again, they keep these things so bald, like just yes. so bare that like it's not really clear. No what's one going is allowed on to have any characterization except for her. Basically, and I also was thinking like when he turns to Amy and is like, "You, sh- I bet you're going to be the maid of honor." I was like, "Bill, you're probably going to be the maid of honor." Yeah. Like, you seem like a much better friend. A hundred percent. I mean... I wrote this as a toxic group of people. So, um, Amy winds up finding the perfect tub for her remodel that she's doing. Um, And she says to Roy that she needs the truck. Yes. Um, And he says he can't. It's his anniversary. He's like, it's our, you know, 40th anniversary. That's 47 in nag years. Um, Really funny. Yeah. So, he's super misogynistic. It sounds like I can go... Um, and they have a little bit of like an argument. He's like, he's like, oh, he's gonna, who's gonna help me pick up the tub though? And she's like, me, I can do it. And he's like, you, um, you, you're a woman. Yeah, you couldn't possibly do any manual labor. He feels her muscles yep. before they leave to see if she's like possibly capable. This is of all this. nagging. This and is I'm all like, nagging. Thank God for you, Colin, because you, who's now rejoining the construction force after I don't know what failure just happened in your life, right? You certainly have a big leg up on this woman who's successfully made a business right. flipping homes. Yeah, uh, he's so far we know nothing really about him. So they get all, all the way out there. Uh, to the where the tub is and he reveals in the car that he went to Harvard um, a master's in architecture no less a master's in so architecture. I guess he went to Harvard for his master's I mean the idea that this guy is it just drowning in student loans considering yeah. he's from like a working class family yeah. like yes take out loans to get a master's in architecture that you're not using you're what's wrong with this country 100% you're overeducated and you're fucking smug so um, but I will say, if I'm being 100% honest, Colin starts to grow on me in this scene. He sure. has he has a blue-collar quality that I'm attracted to. Yep. I do like his, like, kind of character-y teeth. Sure. Like, they're not like Hollywood's, like I was talking about Ben Affleck's fake veneers. Like, they're kind of cute. He has kind eyes in a few yeah. spots. He, like, when she brings up her dad, he, like, sincerely looks deep in her soul and is like, I'm so sorry. Like, it was like, I felt that. I was like, ooh, okay, hi, I see you. Oh, my God. In my mind, I was like, why are you staring at her like she just found out? Oh, see, I liked it. You did? Yeah, it, it got you me. You saw her soul. It got me, yeah. I he like does, a, a, and his eyes are really pretty, like. He does I'm say I'm kind of that falling for Colin Malls. In you this do? moment, You're, I kind of got it. You want you want I some Colin? Got it, life? Yeah. I'm sure this actor is available. So, 
Um, he does say, though, that he never got into the architecture thing professionally because most people in Boston don't want to pay for, like, what his artistic eye yeah, is. Which, which, again, moves somewhere else. I don't also, know. Also, secondly, like, fucking Lowell. Like, all people do is buy homes in Boston that they want to restore historically. Like, Right. And he says, uh... I don't want my dad to like, he's like, oh, I, you know, my dad and I fuck around, like call each other idiot and stuff like that because, you know, that's how we bond. And I don't want him to think I'm snooty. It's like from- locker room talk. Yeah. Talks yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I just don't want him to think Harvard made me snooty, which is classic Boston because people, you think you're smarter than me? Yeah. Like, that absolutely is the attitude when someone comes in with an education. So um, they eat in the car um, and he says to her, Cause she's like basically done with her meal by the time he starts his. And he's like, I can't believe you ate that whole thing. You pounded that like a, like a construction worker, which she kind of is. Uh, and also never comment on the right. way that a girl eats. But I will say she took it like a chant. That's what I'm saying. All the, every time somebody in this movie is insane and says something insane to her, she bounces off of it. Like if a guy said that to me, I, I would crumble. Right. And she just handled it like a chant, made a joke about it and like let it roll off her she's very emotionally adjusted and i have to say like i'm the type of person that in a moment i absolutely let something like that blow past but then you cry at home later but the, i don't cry at home but like literally i'll be in the car three years later and i'll be like oh yeah and i'll be like same that was really fucking rude yeah yeah like that like hurt me yeah like what was he trying to say um she says that she learned how to eat fast because her dad had to eat brothers if you didn't eat fast you wouldn't eat at all Weird. And then she says, uh, but my dad's dead. So then they do the staring into the soul thing. Yeah. They get back to the house and they just carried the bathtub. And he goes, you did a good job carrying that bathtub, biceps McGee. He's just like so trying so hard to be funny. So hard to be but funny. But she's into it. You know, that's all it's about. It's like if I was dating Colin and he made that joke, I would be like, you know what? I think we're done. But she thought it was cute, so she rolled with it. I guess it's almost like calling a girl kiddo or something, right. where it's like, I'm faux friend zoning you right now. There is probably a time in my life where if a guy called me Biceps McGee, I would think it was cute. Yeah. I think there was definitely a time. I can even recall a lover in my head right now. Sure. You know, that like probably met, said something like that to sure. me. Sure. And I liked it. It's if not, you like a guy, you oversee some of the bad jokes. It's fun to date an asshole because yes. you're like, oh, wow, that asshole like, likes me. And I will also say the sexual tension with them standing at the car. I felt that. Yeah. I felt that. Because they officially start to really flirt in yes. this scene. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so she goes to talk to her mom, who's just being like a fucking petulant cunt like she i put dick crazed mom yeah she literally like be like mom listen like i just want you to support what i'm doing and her mom's like not even looking at her married to a man so she goes i want you involved i just i'm gonna go dress shopping tomorrow at tiffany's i would really appreciate if you came the mom doesn't even answer she doesn't even look up so the next day, we're at the dress shopping event. Which is called Tiffany's, not to be confused with the jewelry store. I also thought that was a weird choice Same. for that reason. Same. Um, and basically, like, she's dealing with, like, a whole rack of dresses, which in my mind, this movie, before I looked it up, was made probably in, like, 2010. And I was like, those are some boldly ugly mm-hmm. dresses. Um, but this is, yeah, probably more 2000, 2007. So, um... The dress, the dresses that this woman's holding up are fucking hideous. And she's like, I want something kind of simple. And she's like, 
I'm upset that my mom was going to make it here. And then this happens probably three times in this movie where she says something and then, like, right behind her. Is the person. Right. And uh, her mom's there. She's like, do you think I would uh, turn down a chance to watch my daughter try on wedding dresses? So I just wrote the dresses are fucking offensive. Um, And her mom is saying over, like, you know, just so you know, I don't agree with this. And then this is the craziest part. She's like, swearing off men altogether. Do you want to be single forever? Then she goes, oh, my God. Are you a lesbian? lesbian? And then she, like, the clerk looks over, like, shocked. Not that the mother's a homophobe. Yeah. But because she's like, I can't believe this girl might be a lesbian. And then um, she says, oh, my God. I think I'm having a hot flash. Which, like... This... The dialogue for this for this character is so just bad. And, like, what if she was? Right. Do you know what I mean? Because that totally could be why. That totally could Maybe be part of the... Maybe her fucking homophobic family right. has shamed her so bad that she doesn't even want to be her true self. Her mom's having a biological reaction yes. to the idea that her daughter yes, might be gay. it's fucked. So she's like, Mom, I love men. I love dating. She's like, I love that dick, okay? Uh, trust me, that's never going to change. Um, she, but she, her mom was fine. Marry yourself, but don't expect a present. God, her dialogue is just the worst. So she winds up finding the one. It's a very simple dress. And her mom starts to well up right away. That classic moment that happens. Um, And we're going to see some internet history happen here. So let's play that clip 2814 to 2943. Um, Is this about the Daily Buzz? Yeah. She's a freelancer. You're crying. That's sweet. I'm crying because my only daughter's getting married. And there's no group. I'm sorry. I don't mean to overstep my bounds, but I couldn't help overhearing what you're doing, and I just think it's so empowering. I wish I thought of it. Oh, that is so nice. Thank you. Listen, do you get the daily buzz? Of course. No, what's that? It's this daily email that tells women what's cool, the hot spots, new fashion, that kind of thing. Anyway, this is just my day job. I'm actually a freelance writer for the Daily Buzz Boston. And I would love, love to do your story for tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not doing this for the publicity. Oh, I know. But it's just that marrying yourself is so incredibly inspirational. There are so many women out there that feel the way you do. Please, you have to let me tell your story. Don't look at me. Okay, sure. Great. You are going to be a hero to all the single women that read our site, which is a lot. You must be so proud of your daughter. (laughs) Oh, I am. I've supported her from the very beginning. That's my mama. (laughs) It's like a psychopath. Oh, my God. She's lost her mind. Um, So... With this ring, I Me Wed comes out on Daily Buzz. Yes. Um, I love how they talk about the internet in this. Yeah, it's... I mean, honestly, I was on the internet all the time in 2007. Sure. Like, and it's it, like... Very often. There's this omnipresent newsletter that goes out if you have a vagina every yeah, day. Yeah, Um, I did take me a couple watchings to realize that the Daily Buzz, like, piqued your mother's interest because she probably thought it was drugs. Oh, yeah, because she did look very concerned. She looked so concerned. To me, it was like she felt left out. It was like an insecurity about like maybe being out of it, being older. That's how I read it. Maybe that's um, 
because I'm insecure about not knowing what's going on. Right. Well, no, I would say this. I would also say that this freelancer, did she remind you of like a diet Michaela Watkins yep. or something? Yep. Like, and if this movie, I would, that's the character I would play in this movie. I've decided. Sure. Yeah, I would be that lady. If this was the big feature mm-hmm. film. Yes. She, I mean, again, this reminds you, they so just didn't have a lot to work with. Yes. These actors, they really were like making the most. Uh, yeah. And she did a great job. Yep. I thought she was a great character. She did. There was a couple of painful line reads, but given the dialogue, she did okay. Um, so Amy reads the piece, and she's just like, oh, my f- Isabel's fucking lost it. And then we see... That she's now fucking Jim. Jim comes out of the bathroom the with guy who doesn't big, tip. big belly out. Yeah. over. That's like hanging over his blue silk boxers. He's wearing Amy's robe. Yeah, so he's made himself at home quick. Yeah. You know he just like, you know, laid his pipe in her all night. Ew, I know. She hated it. It was so mediocre. And like, (laughs) this is a movie thing where it's like, guys will sometimes put on the chick's robe where he's staying at their house. Like, no man in real life that just had a one night stand with you is walking around in your silk bathrobe the next day. Yeah, I mean, I've never had that happen. No. Um... I mean, I've had a guy borrow a sweatshirt that I'm like, you look shockingly feminine, yes. but um, not my bathroom. So he says to her, he's like, by the way, uh, I noticed uh, your mattress tag was loose last night if you want me to fix it. Uh, all right. Such a forced. Yeah. Some, someone could have done one pass at this script. Exactly. And punched up like everything. It would just be adjusting it to the actors. Yes. Like it seems like something you'd be like, okay, like, right. you know, um, so we're at the construction site again. Uh, she is wearing the worst headband ever. And we're going to see multiple. It's a very sad, I'm telling you like this time period of fashion was yeah. so bad. It's like a punch. It's like a thick, probably two inch punched leather headband yeah. that she wears over and over yeah. again. And it's just, uh, it's quite distracting. I do love a headband moment, but uh, not for me. Not that one. So Kala tells her that he found a uh, stained glass window in the basement. It's very rare, but there's only one of them. Um, he's like, maybe, you know, she's like, maybe get another with the swap meet. He's like, you know what? Usually you could find stuff like that when you go antiquing. Yeah. And he whispers it as if, like, it makes him gay to know about antiques. Yep. And then they make another joke about him acting gay in order to, like, get better deals at the antique shop or something. Yep. Once again. Yep. So um, the whole thing's very troubling. Um, and, I yeah, I just wrote, like, guys talking like this hasn't been acceptable in, like, years. So, But they decide to go together as long as she's free and doesn't have a boyfriend. So Which he, he did ask to me. It was a cute way. Yeah, he, he asked in a cute way that was endearing, and you know he's interested. It was I a think cute, like load blowing way where he was yes. just like, "Oh, do you have a boyfriend?" Oh, wait, just kidding. Like, because now it's like, okay, they're both interested. I also like that they're the same height. I do too. It's cute to me. Um, so yeah, they're like, "Oh, we'll hang out tomorrow." And Dad's like, "What are you doing tomorrow?" And she's like, "We're going in," and he's like, "We're going to the dump." Like. <laughs> Very weird. Because, you know, like a dad will approve of taking your girlfriend, who's also his boss, to a dump. Right. But antiquing, no way, Jose. No way, Jose. So her friends have left a million messages about the article. Then Billy calls and said that she's been written up on a much bigger site. So the story has gone viral. Yes. While they're shopping um, at the antique place, Isabel's phone is going off nonstop. Like literally comically every second. 
Yeah. She hangs up and it rings. And like, she hangs like, up and it rings. Sorry. She's like, and he's like, no big deal. And I'm like, I would at least be like, is something going on? I, also, like, why is she not telling him? Right. Like, my first, like, it's like, what did y'all talk about all the way there in the car? Right. What did you talk about all the way fucking home? Right. There's no way you brought up your fucking dick thirsty friend Amy and the guy she's fucking, this tag right. guy. It's like, you know, oh yeah, I decided as a bit to marry myself because my friends are all pressuring me. He would have been like, that's fucking funny. Right. It's I, so weird to me. I almost feel like we're supposed to think because she's like a cool girl that they probably like talked about the Red Sox and like architecture, architecture, like how she got started, you know, like no like Who social knows? drama on her date, right. you know. Uh, she's purposely not telling him, even if it's subconscious. Right. She's not telling him about the wedding. And I will tell you, it's also crazy that they think they can find a match for a stained glass window i know yes that's insane um so she gets a splinter um and colin takes it out with his swiss army knife which was super hot to me yeah if i'm being honest but i'll be real and say it's bizarre that she goes i've never seen someone actually use one of those before yeah that was weird I feel like I haven't seen that my whole my dad life. carries a Swiss Army knife and he uses it every day at least once. Sure. In some way. Yeah, at least like some loser breaks out, a, you know, to open up a bottle or something. My dad uses a little pick to like clean his teeth. Oh, I love and he that. Puts he it uses back the in. pick to clean his teeth. I'm telling you, he my man, my dad is a hands on man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I married one as well. <clears throat> those uh, those picks were meant for people like in war. Yeah. You know, um, my dad uses it to get sushi out of steam in Rockwall, Texas, baby. So um, he says, you know, we should take a lunch break. And we find out that he's made a huge picnic in the park, it's which all- is like a little intense. But like, I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I like, am no too. guy's ever done that for me. It's also just fruit and bread and yeah. wine. Yeah. And I said, like, as you know, as someone growing up in Boston, like I could tell you if you had a wine glass in your hand in a Boston park. There would be three cops there in 30 seconds. Interesting. Um, so he's like, uh, you know, he goes, oh, I figure if I'm trading in my man card, I should go all the way. Um, he says, like, you know, he's like, oh, but I put, you probably won't like it when I put the Sox game on the radio. She's like, do it. I've been dying to the score. And like this horns him. Yes. The fuck he gets up. a full chub and just decides to go in for a kiss. So they make out. It makes me uncomfortable. Uh, Why? It makes me uncomfortable, Why too. Why did it make me... Okay. Well, like, what also makes me uncomfortable is, like, how sexual it got so That's quickly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just, like, I, I, it, was, it was too soon for me. So when they get back to her... They go back to her place, which is a bold move. And they're literally, like... Th- throwing each other against the wall they're doing one of those the, like yeah. little like flirty like take turns pushing each other against the wall thing yeah. which i'm just like you work with him right like, and you've you literally come back like hung out with him twice right also which like by the way go ahead and get yes. it girl but like also at the same time like we don't have to see this right yes yes you're right i'm not trying to judge it just it did go very quickly sure yeah um so but maybe she you know she needs to get her some and also like while they're fucking like he literally like halfway through like looks at her and he goes you're incredible yeah which again i was kind of into i thought that was like i was just like this is like he's a a serial killer i was like this is gonna go yeah yeah 
So uh, next he goes, morning, he goes, you're incredible. And then like thrusts. Yeah. Like visually, you can see it. It was a lot for they, a lifetime. They did. That was, a, that, they have several sex scenes in this movie. Especially like for this movie. Right. Like you assume. Because it's so lighthearted and like PG and then right. all of a sudden thrust. Yeah. Yeah. You would think it would just be like cut off at the playful makeup. Right. But no, baby. They sh- They fucked. Maybe a see you in the bedroom sort of thing. But they showed it, baby. Um. So the next morning she wakes up a call and is gone and she seems okay with this. She plops down to start her morning like coffee and newspaper routine, but she hears bells ringing outside. Uh, it's Colin dresses Paul Revere. He's on the buggy tour. And he throws her up a bouquet of tulips. And he goes, as George Washington would say, catch a later, babe. Um, so there's this couple, which, by the way, is like post-Paul Revere anyway. Like, I don't think we even had presidents then. Um, but yeah, so there's this couple in the back of the buggy. Yeah. Like, the man looks like he does not speak English. And that, like, yep. he's staring at this like... I would if I was in the live audience of a Japanese game show. Yeah. Like, I'd just be like... And I'm also thinking, this is a waste of their money. Right. Their time. If I was... You know, maybe they really wanted, like, the locals' experience. Sure. Like, hey, I just fucked this lady. (laughs) Would y'all go with me? I'm going to roll by the flower market. Right. You know? Because for me, I feel like I'd be kind of into that. Sure. But they did look... Like confused tourists. She seemed the wife seemed to kind of like it, but the husband just had a blank ass stare the whole time. So uh, Bill winds up coming over. He sees the glasses, but when he comes in, he goes, "I can't believe you're on the internet." Uh, he also immediately clocked that she just got fucked. Yes, which I love the wide glasses, and he goes, "But someone had some hoo ha." But then he doesn't even ask her who. Right. Like, I'm like, wouldn't you be like, who was it? Who's the guy? How long have you been saying? Like, he just didn't even ask. Right. Which was very weird to me. I think uh, I think if we're supposed to go with all the other stereotypes about Bill, he's promiscuous. Yes. And doesn't, he probably doesn't even know the last name, of the, you know, the name right. of the last five people yes. he fucked. Which, good for him. So, hopefully. Uh, so, he says, someone had some hoo-ha. And she goes, you got me. I did, in fact, who and ha. Ugh. This is our second references to hoo-ha, which is also in the client list starring Jennifer uh, Hewitt. Must have been the same writer. So then he goes, do you know what this means? You're cheating on your fiance. She goes, actually, I have an open relationship with myself, which for 2007, I didn't know that we used uh, open relationship. Oh, but you remember on Facebook. Oh, that was an option. Yeah. Yes. But I feel like just it wasn't as common. Ahead of its time. In L.A., everyone's relationship is open, I feel Whether like. they know it or not. <laughs> right. So um, she assures him that she's not calling off the wedding. The phone rings, and uh, she hangs up, and she's like, I'm going to be on the Nancy Singer show. They look at each other and start screaming, and then he grabs the top of her head and screams into it. Yeah. And he goes, if you're going to be seen by 10 million people, you need to touch up those highlights. She's like, you think I'm going to be seen by 10 million people? He goes... Well, maybe three. Which was very weird. It's a punchline, I oh, guess. She's already like made this thing such a big deal. Yeah, but like, like remind agreeing you. Agreeing to the article, <laughs> you know, sending out save the dates. For me, if it's like she only wanted this to be like a little thing, a statement among her friends. Right. F- when the fucking Nancy Singer show calls, you say, no, thanks. I didn't plan on this to become a fucking national story. I was just trying to make a point to all my thirsty friends. Yeah. So she, what an interesting move. She doesn't even say, I'll think about it. No, she's like, yeah, baby. So we do another scene with her mom where she tells her about the show, blah, 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 moving forward. So back at the house they're working on, Isabel sees Colin and smiles. 
Um, Isabel and her mom. Oh, so this is a montage. So she sees Claude smiles, cute, flirty. Then we see her and her mom picking up wedding shoes. Then Bill comes out of the dressing room in a very ornate gown. Yes, which was kind of funny, but like dumb. Yeah. Uh, and then we see Colin. Uh, he whispers, you're beautiful to her. And she says, you're just high on paint fumes. Then we go back to Bill and Isabel. They're really deep into the plans. Isabel's playing baseball with Colin in the park. Then the mom's working on the guest list. So we assume, you know, everything's moving along. Yes. So um, Isabel's talking to Amy and she tells her about Colin. And Amy's like, this is more than I ever get from you. He has a name. Um, and Isabel's like, I like him. I can see myself with him. And Amy's like, good. You can finally drop the wedding. This is like, just, you know, it's been embarrassing. Good. You finally met someone. And Isabel's like, what the fuck? Like, no, this is not about that. You can respect yourself and be in a relationship, Amy. Yes. But what a concept, Amy. I mean, Amy doesn't respect herself on like a fundamental level. So I'm not surprised that this is news to her. And then she's like, well, also she's like, I'm, I'm going on Nancy Singer and talk about the wedding. Amy fucking malfunctions yes. when this happens. Um, You're going to be humiliated. Just like, it, it's, I'm sure that it's like Oprah where it's like, yeah, like 99% of the episodes there's something heartwarming going on. The obese woman who is surprised she's obese that was from the first scene, that's like a dime, that's like once in a, once in a moon. Right. You know? So I don't know why she'd be so neg on Nancy Singer. Because she's jealous, jealous and of- like, projecting her own insecurities about her life onto her like prettier friend with right. a career because isabel's not miserable so it must be an act yes 100 percent. that's what it is yes because you have to be miserable yes i get it so um and amy's really cute too I didn't amy's to like i don't her. understand anything about you anymore and she hangs amy out fucking sucks like She's the most toxic, shitty friend. She really is a friend that you have from childhood. Well, she is. They're like moms are friends. Yeah. And it's just like, we've outgrown each other. Let's be honest. I just wish that they had done a, like, if they'd really, like, like, explain that. Like, we grew up, now we're very fucking different. Yes. And for some reason, we feel like we need to make this work. So, um, they don't tell you that when you're an adult though, that like, it's okay to get rid of people that suck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I tried to do that on please advise. We had a girl that called this week. Who's like literally flying from LA back to a shore house. She rented in Jersey with a bunch of people. And like the drama she described, I just was like that. Those people are not your fucking friends. I feel like I've said that on every episode of please advise. I've been on people just is like, you got to cut those people out. Yeah. Life's too short. You know, you don't have to be friends with people, but you think everything, especially in your 20s i think you think everything is gonna stick for life yes. like you make these definitive proclamations like we're gonna be friends forever or i'm never gonna fucking speak to her again right and like you live five years and you're like uh, yeah um so we see at the house amy's unrolling a white shag carpet that she got from bill let's play this scene because we get to uh share the news about the relationship with roy they, they ship it they ship it yeah i'm shipping it I think we should test it. For what? The off factor. Oh, oh yeah. <sighs> Let me try. Oh my god. <laughs> this is awesome. Bill definitely knows his shag. <laughs> Okay, you, you, you two been giggling and giving each other these looks. Admit it, you got, you got something going, don't you? 
Well, how many yes, times have I told you you don't okay. date the homeowners? That's a good question, Colin. How many times has he had to tell you that? I'm just kidding. I was kind of hoping you two would get together. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't be. He's just happy. Well, he's not the only one. Now that is these why I don't know. know. They've been sitting there in silence for I know. an hour. Why don't you go uh, find a wrench or a hammer outside. or something really? to work with? I can't believe this. What? Isabel, I read about you online. You're an inspiration. Best wishes for a happy life. Janine Barbado. I didn't even know who that is. I just got a wedding present from a complete stranger. I can't accept this. If someone wants to do that for you, let her. It's insulting to her if you return her gift. Besides, you totally needed a French press. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. Mm. This is what I wanted to show you. What? What do you think about this for Amy's bridesmaid dress? We might not need that. Amy is not handling this all that well. Mm. Then I'll wear it. Mm. Now, I see you in more of a fuchsia, honey. Oh, God. <laughs> so, what does Colin think about all this wedding stuff? I didn't tell him. You're afraid to tell him. And why would I be afraid to tell him? I don't know. Maybe you're afraid he won't understand. If you're going to stay with him, you better hurry. It's all over the internet. Well, Colin doesn't like the internet. He likes books. I don't even think he has email. Oh, how convenient. Since you are, I repeat, afraid to tell him. Okay. If I was afraid to tell him, then that would mean that I thought there was something wrong with what I'm doing, and I don't. I have nothing to be ashamed of, and until Colin and I are more serious, there is no need to tell him. What I'm doing has nothing to do with him. It's all about me. It's all about me? Oh, my God. You've gone bridezilla! That carpet doesn't look comfortable. No, it looked cheap as fuck. Yeah, and I will say I like Roy in this scene just because, like, before the first scene, because I, it's like where you see him and you're like, you know what? Yeah, you're a homophobic dick. Yeah. But, you know, you're doing the best you can with right. your little old man life. Yes. Like, he's very sweet. He wants good for his boy. He's a loser boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Isabel's surprised that strangers are sending her gifts as this is now a national news story, yes. apparently. Like, people send you stuff when you're just like a, a YouTuber with 20,000 subscribers. Right. You know, you got that P.O. box. You have the Natch Butte P.O. Oh, box. Oh, yeah, I get free shit. Are you booming over there? Like, I get some good things. Do you like, is it, how often do you go and usually, because I want to open up a P.O. box finally yeah i've never had one yeah. and i've always like given people like if i trust them or if it's a pr person i'll give them my address but like i don't get hit up for that stuff all the time anymore but people are regularly like oh i drew a thing or like i want to send you this and i never so i want to know what's like your p.o box action well i get i get probably two to three things a week 
That's great. But they're not always going to my P.O. box now. A lot of stuff goes to my network because FedEx and UPS don't deliver to P.O. boxes. Right, right, right. So a lot of PR stuff is going to my network. Do you get like regular ass fan letters or like people? I haven't in a while, but I I have in uh, the past. I love that. I've gotten a lot of chooch fan art, my dog. Um, and for my birthday, I got Sephora gift cards. That's I awesome. Cards. I'm telling you, my my honey's coming through. I love that. Because I love mail. Like, getting mail is a passion of mine. I love that. But I also get stuff to my house because I gave certain PR companies my home address, which maybe wasn't smart, but I don't give a shit. Right. So it's more convenient for me. Oh, and then all this free stuff through advertisers, I get to my house. Lara Shanehalls, who does um, the Pump Podcast, she... Uh, sexy unique podcast is what it's called now. Uh, she does like an Amazon wish list thing, mm-hmm. which like I was like, that's cool. Like yesterday she was posting about it, and I was like, you get a lot of free shit. Like, but I also was like, I don't know if I wish for anything actively. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I don't have an Amazon wish list. I don't want. I don't want fans buying me like things I want. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if they want to make me something, I love it. And it's like cool. Like she randomly, yeah. like she wanted this like crystal water bottle and she got it. Yeah. And I was like, that would be exciting. Like if someone expressed their gratitude to me by like sending me a nice water bottle or that something, I get stuff from companies, you know, totally, but not, I don't want like private I citizens would rather spending have, their money. On I would me. rather have them do the Patreon. S- yeah. You know, then yeah. Which my, I also, also my do. fear, I would say, like, as a, you know, I have a lot of, like, friends who do cam girl stuff or whatever uh-huh. else, and they have their wish list. Yeah. And, like, that's how they operate. But yeah. at the same time, they have no allegiance to those guys. That's just some horned up dude buying them a necklace or whatever. Right. So then they can return it. And I just would, I personally, like, would feel like at a certain point if i was just getting stuff i'd be like i want to return this but i don't think i could do that to a person like yeah. just knowing a person wanted me to have it you know yeah i don't know i'm just trying to figure out just trying to figure out how to how to manage my f- active fan base uh um, yeah I, listen i love mail that's all i gotta say my p.o box is on nashview.com so uh yeah <laughs> go on nashview.com uh check out jack like jackie's show by the way just too in general uh so isabella colin are at a gelato stand in the park which i want to bring up because the last time we saw this was in our very first movie ever uh jody arias dirty little secret and i just like have never seen like a little cart with like scoopable ice cream that goes on cones in a park in my life. Yeah. And you I'm lived in Boston for school and you never saw this. Totally. And like, yeah. well, in Jody Arias, dirty little secret, they were doing it at Mason, Mesa, Arizona. So I've never I, seen it either. I feel like I only see it in movies. It's only in movies. And like on the Simpsons and shit. Cause like, what sense does that make to have gallons of ice cream yeah. out in a park? I mean, how much refrigeration can you do? Um, but they do this like cute little ambrosia bit and then they run into Amy and Jim in the park. Um, and Jim's actually her fiance now. Wow. That was fast. Yep. She shows off the ring and I took a screenshot of it cause I couldn't tell like they kind of, they did do a close up, but like they made sure that the ring was saying something. I just didn't know what it was. I was like, am I supposed to think that's a big ring or an ugly ring or what do we think of this? That's fucking hideous. Is it just supposed to be hideous? Oh, my God. Or is it because those are big diamonds? It's just a very matronly style. Oh, it's incredibly I mean, matronly. I mean, my grandma wouldn't even wear that ring. It's also so um, thick Bulky. that I don't know how she could close her fingers. It, it's, 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 that is not a traditional engagement ring. No. It, it's not. 
I don't think it's Amy Style, honestly. I, I really, well, from no. what I gather, she's like a solitary bitch. I think that's you know? why they did the. Uh, that's why they did the cut in on it because we're supposed to feel a way about yes, it. Yes, you're right. I, I didn't clock that. I, I just went, wasn't supposed to. I wasn't clear what way I was supposed to. feel. Amy wants a solitaire diamond, like a princess cut. She you wants know like it, a halo She wants the standard. Too, yes, yeah. I mean, no, no different style. She just wants like what everybody has. Um. Oh, wags. Uh, Maybe that's like his grandma's ring or something. I mean, that's hideous. I just don't know what the point of it was. And so if you guys have seen this movie or if you watch it, it's still in the Lifetime Movie Club, I hope, um, please tell me what the fuck that ring means to you. I want to know, too. I have no feeling about it. I think it was just the prop department guy. They were like, oh, shit, we need a ring. And he just, like, grabbed something. Right. I mean, there's to me, it's a very... Very weird choice. And then also equally sinful, Amy's in that fucking, or Isabel's in that fucking headband again. Well, you know, she's got a style. I do like it when they stay kind of like humble, even though they're like in that their wardrobe department is small, but I felt like this was a specific choice that she repeats. Yes. It's like, this is her thing. Yep. You know who used to wear one just like that is- Lauren um, Conrad. Yes, but my friend Cynthia, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, she had a... She had a headband very similar to that. Cynthia. And wore it all the time with, like, big hoop earrings and a gloss. That was a moment, That was a moment in that time period. Elsie really, I would say, brought back the headband. Also a big fan of the headband, Julia Allison, our Uh, bride. Excellent. Um, So... She's like, I need to, they decide to be boyfriend, girlfriend in this moment. He DTRs. Yeah. In the, in the park. And she's like, wait, but there's something I want to tell you. And like, he just like, is he's into the moment. He's like, it can wait. Yeah. And Uh, I'm like, you didn't try that hard to tell him, honestly. Like you could have tried a little harder. Also like. The whole way home would have been a good time. Don't just like, if she says, I need to tell you something, maybe now's the time to stop kissing. Yeah, I agree. Because there's a variety of bombs you could drop in that moment. I'm HPV positive. Right. But they've already fucked. Right. Do you think they used a condom that one time? I would like to think they did. I think they did. Yeah. Um, I feel in your 30s, you're a little bit more aware and like... Totally. Plan a little bit. Totally. Yeah. And also, like, especially if you're just fucking the, the construction guy's son. Right. You know? You don't know each other that well. Right. So, um, the two of them wind up exchanging cakes. Apparently, their birthdays are two days Which, apart. Which, again, never is... That's never discussed. That's just a weird thing that is never mentioned discussed. and never really brought back up. And also, as someone who... I think anyone who watches this movie probably knows and cares about horoscopes. And I was wondering what that was supposed to mean to me in that sense. Because right. usually, it's, like, kind of... like. Like, it's kind of like, a, oh, we have birthdays two days apart. Like, that's kind of a significant yes. thing. So I was like, all right, what does that really mean to them? So they're sharing. Uh, they have birth- two birthday cakes, and he gives her a present. Uh, it's the other window. He found it. Yes. And he says uh, he found it online. And the she's internet. Like, you went online? Like, as if that means that there was no way he didn't go to the websites that have her right. on it. Yeah, it's like he goes on Google and she's like on the banner. She was ad. acting like she was the Walmart yodel boy. Yeah, like she was like, "Oh yeah, you couldn't possibly go on the internet and not hear about me." Um, so, oh god. Um, yeah, so maybe she was the yodel boy. She is. She. I think honestly, she might be. That could be their kid. So she's very gracious, and I think that you know she's nice about it, even though she's been caught for a curveball. And she gives him his gift, 
which is a photo from the 1918 World Series. Um, and he's like, my grandfather was at that game. She's like, yeah, you never shut up about it. Also, there never was a hat in anything. there that I think is supposed to be like a hat from that game, but it really looked like just a hat from the Dollar Tree. Yeah, like it was, it was, just was a in white... perfect condition. It didn't yeah. look like it was over 100 years old. And they definitely, oddly enough, they couldn't get like the B. They couldn't get the Boston Red Sox, which, by the way, they had no problem getting for the Craigslist killer. So the Craigslist killer who raped and murdered prostitutes was walking around with a Red Sox cap on, but they couldn't get the license right. for this. Interesting. I'd like to know why Red Sox signed off on that but that's just me um so she's like then i'm gonna give you the rest of your birthday present which they go fuck like i hate it when sex is framed like that yeah like oh it's your birthday so you're gonna get a blowjob like probably should just like be giving your boyfriend a blowjob anyway yeah and also tell him that you're marrying yourself bitch right like i don't know yeah. Maybe like you both got each other pretty thoughtful gifts and he brings up the internet. It's like, honey, he's going to see, we all know he's going to find out. I'll be real with you. If the situation was turned and he was sitting on a secret of that level and like he wasn't telling her, I would be like, this is almost a consent issue. Yes. Because he doesn't know who he's with. Yes. You know, and this is, that's not what they signed up for. So she gets up or he gets up after or. Wait a minute. After the sex, she's like, you sound hungry. He's like, yeah, we got all that cake. She goes, sex and chocolate. My best birthday ever. Ugh. Like, you can have that every day, fool. She uh, was also wearing, like, this hot pink Hot Topic bra. Yep. That, like, I definitely noticed. It had, like, big thick X's on it. Like, kind of gothy, hot pink. It looked like Avril Lavigne wore it under, like, a white tank. It was hotter lingerie than when Jodi Arias seduced um, Travis in... Dirty little secret. That looked like it was like some seafoam green, like Sears intimates department. Well, this was this was hot topic nice. clearance rack. So don't get too ahead of yourself. Um. So, but I mean, like in that it wasn't matronly. Yes. Um. So she's like, okay, I gotta tell him, and she like practices out to loud. Practice out loud, and he's literally in the other room. I said, like, I cannot believe that, like, we're supposed to believe there's a world where he didn't hear this. And he's like, oh, we got an emergency at one of the other houses. I got to run. And he runs out so fast. So um, I want to play this clip from the Nancy Springer show. Um, I just want to note at the end before we just so we can move on after this. uh, Literally no one is allowed to stand on set like that and ask the host questions about like the upcoming airing schedule and stuff like that. And no world would that exist. Also, like. An, a show airing same day seemed pretty crazy to and me. Beyond ambitious. Yes. But it's Boston week, so Nancy Springer's there. Let's uh, play this clip. And today, we're talking about a new breed of American woman. Successful, unmarried, and perfectly happy about it. Our next guest has really taken that theme to the next level. Tired of everyone around her telling her she couldn't possibly be happy unless she was married... Our guest decided to take a stand. She said, okay, you all want me to get married so badly. Fine. I'll marry the one person I truly love. I'll marry myself. Isabel Darden, welcome to the show. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for having me. So, Isabel, how in the world did you come up with this idea? Well, everyone kept insisting I wasn't happy. And I am. Marrying myself started out as kind of a joke and... Then I realized that I could use the symbol of a wedding ceremony to make my point. You realize that millions of people are wondering one thing. 
Is this really just to get presents? No, I swear. It's not for the presents. I make a great living. If I want a waffle iron, I'll buy one for myself. A woman after my own heart. We interviewed some people about this outside the studio, and here are some of their comments. I think she's an inspiration. She's a role model to us all. It's fantastic. I'm going to marry myself, too. That's great to hear. I think what she's doing is ridiculous. She sounds like a nut bar. She's making a mockery of marriage. How do you respond to comments like these? I don't see it as a mockery of marriage at all. I think that a girl getting married because she thinks she has to is the real problem. And yet it's happening every single day. Isabel, we have a little surprise for you. We've teamed up with the nice people from the old Ashbury Inn in Boston. And we're going to pay for your entire wedding. And designer Michelle McBride has agreed to provide you with a custom-made wedding gown. <laughs> oh, I don't know what to say. Just say, I do. To you. We'll be right back. Great job, Isabel. Nancy, you don't have to do all this. It's my pleasure. You're a real inspiration. Well, thanks. Just out of curiosity, when is this going to be airing? We probably won't be able to fit the segment in for today's show, so look for it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay, then. Okay, so... We should just go back and say that I forgot to mention that she's, as I said to Jackie when it was playing, she's wearing a necklace that it's not just a statement necklace. Like Luanne Deliceps is shaking and that the idea that someone has a better statement necklace than her. It looks like a piece of rope with like a silver medallion on it. It looks like what they would give to someone on Survivor to be like, this is your prize, but also it still has to look rustic and like we have no means. It looks like it belongs in like a Talbot's clearance rack. Oh, Talbot's, I thought, I thought that would be racy for Talbot's. It's, it's just very, very bad. It's very, very bad. And it's like ambiguously, uh, like, from another country sure. like a cost plus world market kind oh, of vibe yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 talbot's is very pearls and like yes bullshit it, this, this is, is just really chico's. really bad chico's it's chico's yeah it's chico's it's honey. ann taylor when ann taylor maybe took a hit it, of acid it covers her entire de- decolletage yes which which is a very beautiful part of her body and you know that was i guess the style at the time but even then this seems like an ambitious well i think we know by now isabel isn't mad at a, at a big accessory statement right 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 i mean we all know the headband she's she's a confident single woman she uh, sure is but yeah so um bill asked uh bill asked her like what's nancy like in person but she can't concentrate on that okay don't you think it's weird he didn't go with her i do i mean apparently he has a life we just yeah, don't know we about have no it. idea what it is right um but he's freaking out about how uh she's freaking out about how colin might find out about this um she tells She's him like, I got to tell him. I got to tell him. I'm like, bitch, get on the phone and tell him. Right. Call him on the way home. Here's another thing I want to say, because they gave her the dress and they gave her the wedding location, which like adds all this additional pressure. I've always felt like when they do makeover shows or whatever, like everyone is leaving there worse off because like now they have 
like an $800 colorist. Like, yes, they now have this like huge routine in their life. Yes. That they'll never possibly be able to catch right. up. A hundred percent. And in a way it's like when you give someone a really fancy designer wedding dress in a really nice location like that, like they have to step up everything. Um, I mean, it's sort of like when my dad offered to pay for my wedding, it was like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. Right. It's sort of like what just happened to her. Yeah. Like Nancy Singer was like, Hey, I'm your dad. Yeah. I'm going to fucking buy everything. Oh, you thought you were going to just have a quaint little day at the park. Guess what, bitch. Right. You're going to be at one of the most exclusive locations. The old Ashbury Inn. With a designer wedding. Which by the way, most wedding venues have a two year wait list. So this was very unreal. Nancy pulled some strings. I guess so. Um, it was probably like a Wednesday wedding, like on Vanderpump Rules. Yes. You know, they get married on Wednesdays. It makes sense. Um, the venues are very cheap on not Saturdays. <laughs> it's true. Yes. It's true. So um, Colin is at the pub grabbing lunch. It's very Boston pub. And Nancy Springer is on. He says to the guy, like, hey, uh, what's with the talk show? And he points to, like, an old blonde woman. Who's at the edge of her seat. And I guess I'm like, is she like supposed to be like the local alcoholic who like sits in there and watches her stories all I mean, day? You know what? It happens. Or is this just some fucking depressing ass lady who yeah. comes by here, pops in to watch Nancy? Maybe Springer. that's Amy's mom. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> maybe. Um, and so um, he winds up staying and watching the whole thing. He's fucking pissed about it. And as I think one would be. I would be. Be like, you fucking lunatic. We've been fucking for weeks now. We got each other thoughtful, you know, birthday presents. Right. He's been pretty, like, sweet with her. Right. You know? Um, And she kept this weird thing from him. Had this happened, like, three weeks earlier in their relationship, he might be like... She's always up to something. Like, she's so fucking right. Like, she's so cute. That's right. so crazy. Of course she's got something going on like that. She should have told him so long ago. No. Like, like, in the car, that first time they were in Antigua, and be like, I was at this bachelorette party, and my friend started joshing me, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to marry myself. So, right. I don't know, I'm doing this thing now. You don't give someone a, a, something that their dead grandfather is connected to, and then drop this on them so this you're is right no, not really two clips in a row i don't like to do this normally but let's play uh 5611 and 5914 because there's a lot of hot shit coming up there tomorrow colin i am so sorry i was gonna explain everything tonight you were gonna explain to me your boyfriend why you're marrying yourself yes well now you don't have to explain I watched the whole show. But that was not how I wanted you to hear about it. Oh, hey, hey, it's okay. It happens all the time. Boy meets girl, boy falls for girl. Girl goes on Nancy Singer's show, lies that boy's great with girl marrying herself. And boy actually has no idea and feels like a freaking idiot. It's a classic love story. You don't understand. What I don't understand is why you didn't tell me sooner. I'm your boyfriend. Don't you think this affects me too? I know it does, but when this all started, I had no idea how serious we were going to get. Well, we are serious. Why are you still doing this? Because what I have to say is important to a lot of people. And it's important to me. Well, you know what's important to me? Not being lied to by my girlfriend. I didn't lie to you, Colin. What would you call it? I was just looking for the right moment to tell you. Well, this moment's perfect. Great work. Okay. Okay, what? Okay. 
I support you. Really? Aren't you supposed to stand by the people you love? You love me? You know I do. I love you too. My ceremony isn't going to change that. It's just something that I have to do. I know. <sighs> so, when's the big day? May 3rd. Can I bring a date? Dear, is this your boyfriend? Yes, this is Colin. Colin, this is Mrs. Barnes. Hi. What's the matter with you? Why are you letting her marry herself? Why don't you make an honest woman out of her, you jerk? Uh, hey, you can't yell at my boyfriend like that, Mrs. Barnes, okay? I call him as I see him. All right. You have a nice day. Don't worry about her. She's just old-fashioned. Okay, so can we talk about the fact that she said to that old woman, you can't yell at my boyfriend like that? Yeah. Because I don't think I would ever be able to be brought to say that to an older woman who's clearly not 100% there. Yeah, it's. I don't know why it's so weird to me that they keep saying boyfriend and girlfriend so much. Oh, really? Like that scene before that, he was like, I'm your boyfriend. How would you feel if your girlfriend and your boyfriend and your <laughs> girlfriend? I'm your boyfriend. Right. You're my girlfriend. And then like this scene right. threw me. I'm just like, I don't know why. I just, it just rubbed me weird. It's some, there's some people that I always think I'm like, they think they like invented boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah. Like the way they talk about it is yeah. like, you couldn't possibly understand. Yeah. And um, you know, the whole thing's very childish. I do like that he came back to her. Like, I after do too. he walked away. Yep. Because I'm the bitch that in relationships, when I want to walk out, I can never, I can never fully own up to walking away. Oh, I can. Oh, I But I can. fully expect them to, like, say, wait, you know? Oh, and you know. if they don't say wait, like, that's where I am like, wait a minute, like, let's right. talk about I it. I forgot my, my keys. But if and someone you, like, doesn't say wait, then I, yeah, if someone. I can't, I can't hold my ground on a walkout like that. So I was impressed that he, like me, is a total pussy and went back. And, <laughs> you know, it was a lot for him to say he could get over in that moment. I agree. To come in real hot and be like, I don't even fucking know you. I love you, though. You know? Fine. I'm in love with you. Right. Like, it seemed like a big turn. And honestly... That pussy must be real good. It's not sustainable, <laughs> which we will find out. I mean, obviously it is. She's a fucking huge catch for him. Yes. He's like he's like 30-something years old. He's There's something from his back. past. There's something. He's, he's got A dead. Me Too thing is going to come up. Like, something's uh, yeah. going to come up. He's got some secret himself yes. that is wildly unflattering. I agree. Like, that's someone you marry and you inherit their death. Yes. So, like... They, uh, I was, I was surprised though at her ability to stand up to this older woman. Cause I just looked at that and I'm like, literally if a person over 50 wants to say something to me, they could say anything they want. Same. I'm never going to tell a person to like get in line or like whatever. I, when that age, I wonder when that age will hit where all of a sudden I feel like I could talk back to an older woman. Yeah, me too. Maybe 40. 
Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. By like 40, you're just like talking to yourself at the grocery store. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm already there, to be honest. Right. I'm, I'm getting there early. So um, after the run, they're making a grilled cheese at her place. And she's like, sorry, I only like American cheese. It can't be a grilled cheese without American. He's like, hey, there's $20 worth of cheese in this sandwich. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Which oddly enough is a lie. And I feel like I've heard other places. Like, I feel like I've heard the notion of someone putting... $20 worth of cheese into a grilled cheese before. Um, so she takes a bite. She's like, this is actually really good. Like, surprise, surprise, bitch. Like, $20, $20 worth cheese of cheese. Is good. Yeah. So she goes, you're the master. Which had a little, like... Dirtiness to it. I thought to myself, like, whether she realizes it or not, that is a very subservient thing she just said. So they wind up making out. They start to go at it. It gets, like, very hot and heavy. Then, knock, knock. It's the FedEx guy. He comes in with packages. Oddly enough, he wheels it all the way into the apartment. Yep. Yep. Shuts the door behind him. And then she signs it. And I was like, well, that's a great way to get killed. I'm pretty sure FedEx is a law against, you know, going into the place and shutting the door behind you. Um, by the time she comes back, though, she was like, start making out. And he goes, never mind. It's cold. And I'm like, neither the sandwich nor your dick should have been cold in the time that it. Right. Like, you're that bothered by a, you know, dark blue Le Creuset set. Right. Which, by the way, great gift. Great gift. Yeah. That color threw me a little. But why? This is what you get when you forgive too easily. I agree. He was never really okay with it. Yes. And if if someone says like to you, like if they're like really pissed and they're like, never mind, just know you should mind because they will flip that shit back on you sooner Forever. rather than later. You yes. have to give someone their time to be mad and really yes. get over it. So uh, the next day, the whole construction crew is laughing at him. And they're like, hey, buddy, if you want to learn how to treat a woman right, uh, ask some of us. We know what we're doing. Oh, this is great. So the best way to describe this scene is that the two of them are out to dinner and they're having a one-on-one. And he's really trying to level with her about where he's at and his feelings. Which are valid. Totally valid. Um, I would say like some of the points he makes are a little are a little too old-fashioned for my taste, but um for some reason, we're supposed to believe that not only is she so famous that everyone at this restaurant knows her and is well-versed in her story, but to the point that, like, they can't stop interjecting. Yes. However, it's lifetime. So, like, they didn't really hire, like, ten extras or, like, ten give ten people one line. They gave three people, like, maybe four lines each. And so you think, like, this whole restaurant is, like, completely disturbed by the fact that they're there and they're really shaking it up. But it's just four people talking. And um, basically, like, the vibes here are, once again, she's, like, a public hero. I do love the line where the guy's like, maybe you can annul it if you don't uh, consummate the marriage. Um, Which... Again, I'm like, why are you just like making a joke about her masturbating? Like, what what am I supposed I to think, take from? Yeah, that's I mean, definitely that's, what that was. That's it. But like, then why do you make the pounding motion? I guess like her flicking her bean. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but like a woman pounding her own vagina with a fist doesn't Oof. really seems seems like uh wouldn't really work. Who knows? But who knows what she's Listen. into. And this is also, like, maybe the third speech in the movie that's, like, what you're doing is important for women. single sad ladies all over the world need this moment. Daily Buzz gave her that speech. 
Nancy's uh, sprayer kind of gave yep. her a light version of it. Yep. But then this woman's just like, you don't understand. Yeah, we need this. We like, we need her. Like, she's literally like fucking Rose McGowan, like pioneering the Me Too movement in the face of adversity. Like, they literally are acting yes. like she is the Rosa Parks. Yes. Of, of Boston. Of being single. Yes. Like, so. I also want to point out that at this point, there is still 30 minutes left in the movie. And yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, how the fuck can this movie go on for 30 more minutes? How, how could I was they like, do it? What is ha- like, there's a wedding and then he comes back to her. Like, yeah. that's the only two things that are left. And I, I would think like in a Reese Witherspoon movie or something, like they would have more fun characters that you want to right. spend time with. Yes. But like, this is a movie full of miserable people yes. who like, I hate seeing on screen. Yeah, I don't yeah. like seeing it. I never feel happy to see someone. No. Um, but also with this, you, in all Lifetime movies, they have to run about an hour and 27 minutes. So some, sometimes you watch an episode or a movie and you're like, wow, like that was probably a two hour movie they cut a lot from. But a lot of the times it's like, why am I watching this scene? Yeah, this, this, this movie, it, it, it has, they, they need some more plot. They need every second yes. they could get. Um, you want me to marry you? It's way too soon for that. You're right. So I'm asking you not to marry yourself so that someday I can ask you to marry me. But they're two totally different things. The wedding to myself isn't legally binding. It's... It's symbolic. Again, private conversation. I thought you were okay with this. I thought we talked about it. I thought I was too. But then, you know... Look, I I get what you're trying to say with all of this, but you started it when you were single and you're not single anymore. We're together. And besides, you know, all that, all that traditional wedding stuff, you know, the dress, the cake, the flowers. That's something I want to be able to share with you someday. We still can. It won't be the same if you already did it all better when you married yourself. I know. Maybe she could divorce herself, then marry you. Maybe if she doesn't consummate the marriage she can get it annulled <laughs> what I think I know what this is about you don't want me to do this because you care too much about what other people think hey who can blame them? shut up this is about me and you Isabel nobody else yeah right will all of you people please Mind your own business, okay? It is our business. Look, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. Isabel, women are inspired by you. I'm inspired by you. If you back out of marrying yourself for some guy, it makes it look like you're only doing it because you couldn't find someone. Not because you're really happy on your own. I really appreciate you saying this. But I would also appreciate having a private conversation with my boyfriend. Thank you. Listen to me, Colin. This is something that I want to do for myself. And the truth is, I also want to do this for them. No, I don't know how else to explain this to you. But even if you never understand, I still am not going to call this off. Even if it means losing me? Why does it have to be an either-or thing? Because I am not going to stand by and watch you tell the whole world that you're, that you're happy and single when you know damn well that we're in love. And you do still love me, don't you? Of course I do. Then don't have a wedding. Colin, 
I'm sorry, but you know I can't do that. The wedding is the whole point. Maybe you should have stayed single during all this. <laughs> Look, you know what? I tell you what. I'll give you back the single. Hope it makes you happy. Colin. You did the right thing. So we're talking to Isabel's talking to her mom and she's pissed that she let it get this far with Colin and she tells her to take a breath, make sure this is what she wants. Like, if you don't want to do the wedding anymore, let me know. Um, and Isabel's like, no, I'm moving forward with it. And her mom just like goes back to making the seating arrangements for the reception, which one and everyone should ask themselves later on in this movie where we see things go. Whatever happened to those fucking right. tables? They right? didn't have any. Yeah. So uh, also like she didn't mention a reception. She just said like marrying herself. Right. I mean, this has gotten extra as fuck. That's what I think. This is the Nancy Springer factor because like they were just going to she's just going to have a little ceremony. And then now they have this venue. So there has charts, to be a uh, I mean, she's seating, in deep. Exactly. She's in deep because plenty of the weddings I've been to are just kind of like grab a grab a plate at the buffet and find your seat. Yeah. You know, so um, Isabel is um, oh, the house is done. Rather, they just finally wrapped up the house and Roy does not look pleased. Um, and she's kind of like signing off on the paperwork, which this scene just like kind of double sucks because one, like this is why you can't really get involved at work. But two, like this is her profession. Like they're basically partners at this point. Right. They've done, it sounds like a dozen houses together and to see him just kind of like turn on her like this. It's like, dude, like get it together, man. Like you brought your son on the construction site. He started you, fucking he the boss had to know. He had to know they were going to hook up. Yeah. He's no dummy. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, but like, you know, maybe assume, take those Vegas odds that like, it's never going to work out. Maybe one relationship out of a million works out. So um, he's like, uh, my wife saw you on the TV the other day. She said, I feel sorry for that poor schlep she's dating. I didn't have the heart to tell her that it was her kid. So we find out that like, you know, Roy's just so ashamed. And like he makes her feel like a real fucking piece of shit yeah. too. That's like, I, to me, there's nothing worse than like an older person in my life being disappointed in me. Same. Because I'm like, you've seen the world. You know how easy it is to let go of things and you have decided to hinge on to this. So um, she's running through the park. This is a sad montage. She runs through the park. She sees the gelato. She gets a little misty. She almost calls him. No, yep. he, yeah, he almost calls her when he's watching baseball. And then she's at home watching baseball. And I love this because she's like wearing like her, oh, an outfit we've never even seen her in a type of, which is like a hoodie and a tee. And she's got a ponytail watching the socks with a beer. And I'm like, look at you, hometown yeah, girl. One of the boys. Yeah, she that's she's a very cool girl. Um so Bill calls and says, Isabel, pick up. We have to talk about the DJ. I told him that if he plays the chicken dance, he'll be fired on the spot. You're welcome. Um like me like meanwhile, like she's not even close enough to him to be like I'm in crisis. Yeah. Um so the for sale sign is up at the new house. It looks great. The real estate agent is closing it with her. He's like, you know what? You should keep this place. She's yeah. like, to me, this is just another project. Mixed messages about sort of like what her deal in life is though, because that does imply that there's like a psychological aspect for her. A hundred percent. You know, She's like definitely blocking something. I'm breezy. I don't need to get married. Like, you know, this house means nothing to me. And it's like you just put TLC into this bitch. The house is gorgeous. And you like made it with this guy you love. Totally. I mean, 
Totally. Y'all went and got the bathtub together. And there's something about that person that does all this stuff. And then it's just like, it means nothing though. And it's like, right. it couldn't possibly mean nothing. Right. So Isabel goes to see her mom and she's surprised with a bridal shower. Yay. Uh, she notices Amy's in the back and Isabel's mom's basically like, oh, um, um, her mom made her come. Yeah. And then she goes, actually, I made her mom make her come, which is double fucking sad. Yes. Also, the more sad is that she got six vibrators as gifts. She goes, don't okay, let that ladies. one go by. She goes, okay, ladies, that makes six personal massagers. Thank you. And her mom is in the background. She goes, mm. like the mom is like nodding her the head. The mom's like, like, I'll take one if you don't need it. I know. She's like, oh, don't worry. I'll drop the gifts off tomorrow. Like yeah. meanwhile, she's been shaken down for her six vibrators. So her friend goes, well, since we can't play the game, like how well do you know your fiance? We made up a game for you. It's called the best thing about marrying yourself is, which is not a game. No. This is at best like a poem a kindergartner would write. Like, I hate games at showers anyway like we're adults can totally. we just like get drunk and hang out i don't like plastic penises no i don't i don't like that if you say baby then you have to fucking you know eat a fucking oh, is bar that... out of the fucking diaper oh no what oh yeah, that I shit hate. i hate when no. they do diapers at, at i, I the... can't disgusting this is how you want to spend your I hate saturday it. i hate all the shower That's games goddamn dignity all of them so um she reads from the cards the best part about marrying yourself is if you get divorced, you get to keep the house. Light chuckle from the audience. It's okay to live before the ceremony. You'll never leave the toilet seat up. And finally, the best thing about marrying yourself is you don't have to change your last name. And then they do like a cheers to this. And I'm like, what kind of like relevatory moment is this in your lives that you're all just like wow they've also like really come around on this like throwing her a fake wedding shower has really come around and it's really doubling down on this idea now but only in that like they can't drop the heteronormativity from it like they literally have to be like well you're a fucking leper so like here's how we took this thing that we really wanted to do for us and made it right for you you fucking weirdo right um as opposed to like you know what Go to fucking Mexico for a week. I'll get shit-faced. Fuck, you know, someone fuck the uh, bar back and call it a day. That's what Isabel wants. So um, Isabel says, oh, she goes to try and reason with Amy. And Amy's like, my mom made me come. And Isabel's like, look, let's just, you know, move past this. I don't want to go through this. And um, basically she's like, and let's face it, like you're kind of settling too. Yeah, Jim sucks. Yeah, which Jim is true. Sucks. Which yes. is fucking true. And so Amy's super offended by this. Uh, she's like, you're just jealous. You're not like, I'm getting married for the right reasons. Not like you. I'm not above it all. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could even begin to talk yourself into that. I feel like there would have to at least be a concession, which is like, you know what? He's not a supermodel, but like he works so hard. And when he comes home, he wants to rub my feet, you know, like, right. So give me, give me. Some. Yeah. Like he's self-sufficient. He's a decent person. I never have to, I never have to go get my own gas. Like he's always thinking of me. Right. I open the door. He makes me laugh. Like whatever. So, um, 
They are at the Ashbury Inn. Isabel arrives in an old hot rod to a crowd of paparazzi and news cameras. I mean, it was like royal wedding status, how many people were taking the photos. She might as well have been a Kennedy. Yes. Yeah. She was Meghan Markle. She was Meghan Markle, yes. for sure. So Bill is obsessed uh, with the with the women that are like there screaming, and the paparazzi hams it up for the camera. At no point do any of the women assume that maybe this man is a homosexual. Like, they're blanching. Yes. Like, they're like, oof, like. Like I like I get to see this, um, Bill. What do you like? What are they even gonna do with those pics? So he's like in the back room. She's getting ready. Her wedding day hair and makeup is on par with her day to day look. Uh, it's exactly the same. It's exactly yes. the same. No judge. Nothing. No judge. I mean, she looks great though. She she, looks, she does. She girl. wears a lot day to day. Yeah, like she's pretty done up. She's a beautiful girl. Yes. Um, but, you know, so he goes, do you want to see the veil? Um, and he t- it really all ties it together. She really is like kind yes. of breathtaking in that moment. I agree. I wrote, she makes a beautiful bride. Totally. Yeah, she really looks great. She looks like if she hadn't made it in acting, she'd be like modeling wedding dresses. 100%. So he goes, I wonder, uh, in your case, is it bad luck for you to see the bride before the wedding? Wow, I really can't with all these bridal Fucking jokes. slam dunk I lifetime. Mean, like, this is very joke-heavy for Lifetime. Oh, really? There are other ones that But wish. they're so bad, though. I know, they are. That this is this The is only the- joke I found somewhat amusing was the scrunchy joke. Did you think Lifetime was going to have good jokes? Like, that's the Lifetime part of yeah. it, is that it's just like, yeah. wow, man, you really that's think that's really a joke. That's not really their forte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, you, you think that's a joke. Cool. So then uh, her mom comes in, and she can't believe how many people are there. Um, she gives her the mom talk. They do a little something old, something blue, something borrowed. And she, it's her dad's cufflinks, which I'm like, what is she supposed to do with those? Right. Well, I thought, I was like, are those clip-on earrings? And now I'm like, if the dad was wearing clip-on earrings, now I'm interested. Yeah. You know now what I mean? I'm like, I was like, okay, so now there's something going on. Right. That's why she feels so connected to Bill. Right. He reminds her of her gay daddy. Right. Exactly. So yeah. there was, but then I was like, oh wait, they're cufflinks. But then I was like, why did she give her cufflinks? She can't wear those. So I was thrown by the whole thing. I think it's a little bit of like that extra, like an extra fuck you to her from the mom. Yeah. You know, yep. like not only can yep. you not have these things, they make no sense on you. Yep. She goes, these would look great on a guy. And it's like, damn. Wow. You've really come a long way, mom. You sure so, have. You sure have. So, um, she's like, but I'm happy to see you happy. And then she gets up to go. And she goes, did you make a tinkle yet? You should make a tinkle before you put your gown on. I she hated goes, that. It I'm made good, me, mom. made my flesh crawl. And then she goes, then the mom goes, well, I'm going to. And she leaves. And I'm like, well, great. Now we know the mom's going to go pee. Yes. Which, like, seems to be a theme with this writer. It's like, if you got to get someone off camera, we got Roy Oh, yeah, you're shit. right. We've got yep. mom leaving to go take yep. a piss before the a wedding. A little callback moment. Yeah, like, why do we... Roy and the mom should get together. Oh, he's married. I thought about that, too. And then at the end, they show that scene and the mom's in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh... I forgot he was married 46 years because I was like, they can start fucking. It'd be cute. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cute. Um, but she seems like she's a little high and mighty for a, like a blue collar working guy. Yes. Um, so Amy comes in and she's like, mind if I help? So she does the big Elsie surprising Heidi moment. Yep. Um, and they're both trying to apologize first, but Amy cuts her off and she's like, you're right. I was settling with Jim. Um, she dumped he, his ass. He said... He yelled at her for, she said he yelled at her for wearing tagless underwear the other night and that he's always rhyming. 
He's like a fag te- fetishist. Right. He's a tag fetishist. But do you, it, it really, honestly, it's like the writer was like, I got to give him a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like maybe he invents. Ta- okay. Like, I mean, it's a he, funny job. They could have been. It could have been really funny. It like, could have been really could have been really funny. Like, it would have been funnier if she was like, I caught him jerking off to my tags right. or something. Right. Yeah. And if they really like made that. It's just, it's just, it's almost like a sketch as opposed to a deeply funny thing. Yes. So, um, Amy knew that she couldn't handle a year, let alone 50 with a guy like that. She ran out of there to be the maid of honor, but she has nothing to wear. And then Bill's like, no need. And he's holding the egg. The tacky mid 2000s bridesmaids dress ready to go. It was rough. What do you call that where it's like, it's not a halter. It like meets all of the top and then has the string. Yeah. I don't know what it's like a triangle top. It's so ugly. Yeah. But it was so of the times. That would be like my nightmare of is someone gave yes, me that to wear yes um so he comes out uh she comes out in the d- uh designer dress yeah and i just wrote it's fine yeah like it's fine does and- nothing for her figure i'll be honest oh really i thought that she had nice she's shoulders. very she does but she, i just feel like she's very conservative in this whole totally show like she hardly ever shows anything off and i think that's because like there's also like a large i thought to myself throughout the movie because i don't do hallmark i never even really seen one and i was like this feels like it could be hallmark adjacent which i know always has to stay safe with the christian crowd makes sense then we got a raw dog and the guy after one one day at the antique show so i don't know yeah mom walks her down the aisle loving this rosé by the way excellent um so, yeah, she starts to say, I don't want to go through with it. But let's play this wedding scene. Basically, like, she she goes to the altar, Bill does the ceremony, and then in this clip, what you'll hear is there's a little twist. She decides she's not going to go. She doesn't feel right doing it. She wants to go with what she initially wanted. Good afternoon. We are gathered here to join this woman and herself in marriage. We're here to celebrate Isabel. (laughs) A woman who doesn't need anyone to make her happy but herself. And today, she's declaring that for all the world to hear. Please repeat after me. I, Isabel... I, Isabel. Take myself. Take. Myself. My. Self. I can't do this. What? I'm sorry. Last week, I told my best friend, Amy, that the most important thing is to be happy with yourself. Not doing things just because you think people want them or expect them from you. And today, it was Amy who made me realize that I had stopped following my own advice almost from the very beginning. Really? Really. I'm a total hypocrite. this all began, I just wanted to have a simple ceremony in the park with a sundress and an 
Maybe go out for donuts. <laughs> and then I started getting all of this attention and I I let it get out of control. It's just wrong. And you know what the worst part is? I had a man in my life that loved me. And all he asked was that I save this old-fashioned wedding stuff, like this amazing dress, for him. And I said no. And now he's gone, and I'm here trying to prove how happy I am. But I'm miserable. This is not what I wanted. It's not what I wanted at all. Sweetie. What do you want? I want to do it my way. The way that I planned it from the very beginning. Sorry. I am so sorry. Okay, take two. <laughs> I, Isabel. You know what? Let's just keep it simple. I, Isabel Darden, love myself. I honor myself and I cherish myself. And most importantly, I promise to really be true to myself from this moment forward, no matter what. And now, by the powers vested in me by the internet, <laughs> I now pronounce you... What do I pronounce you? Just Isabel Darden. Just Isabel Darden. So when she came back, she's in her jeans and a button-down, and then she has that sort of like, I would say maybe this is almost like more like 70s Austin Powers. I know what you're referring costume, to. Yes. You know? she lo- again, she loves a bold accessory. It's a, it's a headscarf that's like psychedelic. Yep. And I also don't understand. She was like, I want to do this minimal. But she's in the venue again. And all the, the people venue. are there. Yeah. But she just happens to not be in the dress anymore. Yeah. Okay. Okay, honey. And you really took it down a notch. It was kind of an inspiring speech that she gave. Mm-hmm. It's sad to think that this was supposed to make major waves, though, in the community. Because yes. it's pretty it's pretty basic. She's well, like, she, I like myself. Yeah. But then she was like, but I, you know, I am unhappy after all without a man. Yeah. You know, so whatever. So then they, they're at the quote-unquote reception now. It's literally her mom, Amy, Bill... And they're like drinking some uh, champagne. champagne outside. Yep. There's no there's well, the, no table chart. Exactly. Yeah. The Ashbury Inn, I'm guessing, is like a gorgeous 
grounds yes. or whatever. So I don't know when she they I, the second that she changed her mind, they just started packing up the tables or what. But right. um, she's like, you know, deep down, she's like, I have to say it. She's like, I thought Colin would be waiting for me at the foot of the aisle. Um, and as she starts to well up, the sound of the horse and buggy happens behind Clip, her. Clip clop. Clip clop. And what clip I clop. Love, Wouldn't it be funny if the Asian tourist family was still in I would the passenger? Live for that. Yeah, that would have I been such a fun have, callback. Or at least him in the costume. Yes. Because it's just him in like his plain clothes. Right. But one thing I was going to say is I do like, I will give this actress credit and also the writer who probably led her to this, is that she never turns around like, what am I going to turn around and see? Right. Like, she hears the noise and is like, that's him behind yes. me. And what a beautiful moment. I feel like every time in my life I've been like, I just wish they would have been there. I wait and they don't fucking come. No, you know what I mean? Come. Never. No. So this was a fun moment. Typically the takeaway is you're delusional yes. and that wasn't the one. Yes. Um, but it is him and he says that you know he he didn't want to miss her big day um he's very uh the mom's like i knew i liked that boy um which like when did they meet i know you know never never saw the meet for right. she was fighting an awful lot for we never saw that right and then bill goes amen which again he never met him uh never met him either and also like just like Oh, like he's going to be concentrated now on this like hot hunky guy on a horse. Not like, wow, you really made today about yourself, didn't you? Right. Um, So he's like, yeah, I'm on my uh, special apology tour of Boston. Uh, (laughs) And he's like, I should have never asked to stand in between you and your wedding. She says, it's not a reception. It's a party. It wasn't a wedding. It was a self-affirmation. Which I like. That's yep. what she should have done the whole fucking time. That would have been a great yes. thing for her to land yes. on earlier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like she had to go put everyone through that misery to realize the words self-affirmation. Yes. And she, I, she didn't need a dress to prove her point. Yeah. Yes. You can wear your little Eastern European mystic scarf. Be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing is that, like, you know, I don't know, as much as I kind of didn't like him being like, you know, oh, I want you to be, like, pure for when we do it, like, in that restaurant scene. I didn't love that he was basically like, you only get to do that once. Right. It's not a bad point. Like, you can't really, like, make it a trivial thing. Yes. So, I mean, if you, whatever. So, um, he's like, do you want to go, he's like, so you want to, like, have a real wedding someday? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, come up to the buggy or whatever. So they, it winds up like with them kissing. They're making out and they drive away from her party. So she leaves her own damn party. Unfortunately, they don't leave. They just sit there and make out and it pans away. Yeah. Like in front of her mom and Bill yeah. and all this shit. Yeah. It does it a jump cut. It pans down. A match cut. And then cut. It, it comes back yeah. up, pans back up to them uh making out in their wedding gown yeah. and suit it's their wedding day yes everyone's getting married and then we get to hear our favorite it's song again comes back. i have chills i have yeah, chills me too it was a cute little moment and now we're finding who's getting married at the start is pregnant now i don't know if you caught that i didn't yeah the times are changing I love that. I liked that they gave it a nice, like, it seemed like a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? She, yeah. She seemed about ready to pop. So I was I like. I wonder when he proposed, you know? Like, how soon after that? TBH, it, for all I knew, that it could have been that moment. I was about to say, yeah, it probably could have been like a week later. They seem like a pretty, like, they know. Yeah. When you know, you know. Yeah, they just you have know? to get the ring sort of thing. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was I Me Wed, a fantastic film. I really, uh, 
You've seen a lot of these. I mean, what? I've never seen this type, though. Right, right. Like, again, as I People said. People always pick the dark ones. I usually pick them. Yeah. And, like, I, I try to always pick from different genres. Yes. I've kind of always widely, like, ignored the ones that, like, skew com- yes. comedic. Because yes. I feel like they are a little bit too self-aware. Mm-hmm. But this one didn't really have This any- one is not it self-aware. It did not have self-awareness. No, no, like, no. it knew it was a Lifetime movie, but it didn't know to be in on the joke. Um, which I like. Yes. I like that. I mean, as far as this was, I'm glad that we did this not just for us, but I'm glad that finally now in season three, we like walked into their world of like trying to make a actual rom-com. Yes. I think that was a special moment. For sure. I think this was a great movie because it has that kitschy title. The actress was pretty great. The script was shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was not particularly special, but it was great. I really would say if you are, if you're home, and you have your period, day one of your period. Oh, this is such a day one period yeah, movie. Yeah, not even because it's, like, emotional. It's because, like, it's, like, when you're just, like, I have fucking the worst cramps. Like, I can't concentrate. I don't want to waste an episode of Black Mirror yes. on this right now. What I would like is to unplug my brain. And this is exactly what that is. You think nothing. Beauty in the Briefcase starring Hilary Duff is an ABC family movie. I can watch that any day of the week. Yeah. Easy breezy. I also think this is a great, like, nostalgic film for the, like, early to mid-2000s in terms of fashion. Yeah. So if you're, like, me and Ma's age, then you'll really appreciate that extra layer. Um, I will say this. This just hit me really weird. So the guy, the actor who played Colin, his name is Paul Popowicz, which it looks like almost the way the Popo is there. It reminds me of Popo's Ow. And he does look like Kevin fucking Federline. Yeah, I see that. There mm-hmm. is a pair. I don't know if yep. that was an intentional casting move, but right away I look at that, I see the connection. Um, I will also read some plot keywords that we have. Love, fake wedding. That's it. Those are the only two we have. <laughs> um, do we have any trivia for this? Uh, no trivia, but I do want to check out. I want to check the reviews really quickly. While I do that, I would like for you to think about what your fi- what you think is the best made film of all time. Oh God! Like dead ass Oscar winning, like you know maybe not Oscar winning, but like indie, like something that just like really you look at that and you're like, I compare all other movies to this. Oh shit! That's that's something that I would have to make like pie chart after pie chart. To, like, really know. But just pick one. Okay. Like, because, like, I always say on our scale that we do, one okay, yeah. is whatever your favorite okay. movie is. Yep, yep. So for oh, you, shit. what is that? I mean, my favorite movie is Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I love Wayne's World. No, I love it, too. But you consider that, like, cinematic masterpiece? I mean, I haven't revisited it. Think, I think comedically it's really, really solid. Oh, it's the best. But in terms of, like, cinematography... It's definitely not like the most gorgeous movie I've ever it's, seen. No, but it's a solid script, great yes. comedic acting. You know yes. what? I'm going to tell you, I don't hate that choice for this the one. The Bohemian Rhapsody scene is iconic. Here's one thing I will say. Guys, I, it is probably one of my favorite movies of yeah. all time, too. I have them right there. Um, but I, I will say that looking back, I'm not sure why we were supposed to think Phil was funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure when you really like think, because I saw it in the theaters when I was eight. Yeah. And I was running around saying lines from Wayne's World that should never come out of a child's Same. mouth. I watched it every night as I went to sleep. It's like, it's great. But like yeah. Phil, looking back, I just didn't question it. I was like, oh, that guy's silly. He's drunk. That's funny. Right. And now it's like, 
he had a problem. Phil had a serious yeah, problem. They with should alcohol. have really asked him how he was. And didn't like in Wayne's World too? He had cleared up or something. Didn't he get sober or something? Um, maybe. I do love Wayne's World too as well. I feel like it. Really, I haven't seen that in forever. It holds up too. Yeah, yeah, it's really solid. Wayne's World really is. You're right. I probably reference Wayne's World three times a week. It's a really good. It's a you picked. This is a smart choice for you. I like this. Well, I just it was. I, yeah, I mean, it's meta. It's my it's my answer for my favorite movie, um, just because of the impact it had on me. Totally. I watched it every night going to bed for like years on my my built in VCR TV that my mom bought me when my parents got divorced. So I'm gonna ask you some <laughs> questions that. And but this is a good like for comedy like in terms of acting dialogue whatever else this is really stands up holds up but uh, there's going to be some questions I ask you that don't necessarily apply to Rain, Wayne's World you're not comparing them the scale is just Mother May I Sleep with Danger is a five yeah and a one is the best movie you've ever seen okay okay got it so for acting yeah on a scale of one to five where did this fall for you uh I the I me wed yeah it was doing this it was it was a a four a four yeah yeah it was i would say i think the lead girl was good and the guy were good but everyone else was pretty bad the 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 cast of characters in that scene in the restaurant alone yeah were they were miserable yeah believability of the world and characters um do you, like do you think that these people could exist do you think that like this situation in which we're presented could that exist yeah People are terrible. I think this, for me, this is like a three. Yeah, I'd give it's it a not, three. It's, it's kind of a little bit like uh, Bizarro World. Yep. But it's also not. Yep. Okay. Creative use of words to avoid censorship. Mm. And this actually had some good ones. Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Yeah. And then there was a moment where uh, Amy says to her, oh, come. Oh. And it was so like. Yeah. But, like, uh, bitch, but, please, I think but, is what it would be. But, like, pretty mild. Like, they didn't really go that hard. No, and, like, this so is... So, like, what, a two? No, this is why I'll tell you. Yeah. It's that because they can't say, like, like, what the fuck? Or, yeah. like, holy shit, or whatever. Yeah. So they fucking soften it up. Right. And I always Wicked think, good to meet you. I always... No, I, I'm talking more about how I know, people I say, say, like, instead of, like, holy crap, they say yes. holy moly. Yes. You know, like, so... Th- and I think that they played it very lame multiple times this movie. For me, I would say that it's probably... With... I mean, hoo-ha alone, this, for me, is probably, like, a two or three. Yeah, I said two. Three. Okay. I'm gonna give it a three. Okay. Sorry. I think that they... They could have just written better. Yeah. And they wouldn't have had to do any of that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, dialogue. The lowest score you could give. Five. It's a five. Yeah. It was really bad. And you saw everyone struggling. Yes. To do the to best To make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, wardrobe. Um, I mean, it really was of the times. It was it, terrible. It was of the times. It was like, nothing looked particularly expensive. And that like, it wasn't even like they borrowed the clothes. These are in. just simple Boston folk. Canadian Boston folk, you know? I guess, yeah. So I'd say a two? This is like a three or a four. Okay. This is really bad. Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, it's yes, it's true to the times, but like Legally Blonde is true to the times, and you look at that and you say that is like... That's iconic. That like slaps, though. Like, that's like a really good job. And Wayne's World is iconic with its fashion. Totally. Yes, you're right. Um, Hair and makeup. 
I mean, so, like, nothing when, memorable. But like with this, I mean, like, did were there extra heavy hands? Like, were there is no. someone you could see their powder? Like, was there really? No. You think this was really good Oscar-winning hair and makeup? No, it was just nothing memorable to it. Bad so or you good? Fe- you felt no way. Very media, yeah, just middle of the road. Okay, I thought it was pretty bad. Okay, I'm gonna give it a three five. Okay, I'm gonna bargain with you on that. Yeah. but this is not movie hair and makeup. No, but it also wasn't like distractingly bad. But this is what we're doing. Okay, we have to figure out if this is a real movie or if this is absolutely something that would appear on Lifetime and Lifetime only. Yes, you know okay. what I'm yep. saying? Yep, yep, yep. I know. Lifetime get- only. It can get hard. It Lifetime hard. only. I'm giving you a three five. It yes. could have been worse. We could have had a, a hair that didn't move in the breeze. Yep. Um, music. This is like fucking horrible. It was like a four. Fucking horrible. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, I want to give it a five. Okay. Sure. That Irish music in between every yeah, scene. Yeah, you're right. That that was really. They got like the rights to two songs. It sounded like really I said eating at Bennigan's. During yeah. happy hour. Yeah, there was I feel I there was one song where I was like, that might actually be a real song, but I didn't know if maybe it's just, just like a song that gets used a lot. And they also put the same song at the end. It's like you don't put yeah. the same song at the end. I think they licensed two songs. Right. And they That's ran it. And they just wild. replayed them. Yep. Maybe that I mean maybe that first song, maybe there's some a, a business there for you because Yeah. I would love that. It was obviously expensive enough. Yes. Crying. There was no, like, big crying mm-hmm. drag in this. No. Uh, there was really no crying at all. I'll yeah. give it a one. Yeah. Victimization of the female character. Um, did you just feel like we watched a girl, like, get pummeled for, like, two hours straight? No. The only thing I, mean, I her think friend about it sucked. is that her friends sucked. Yeah. And that she was made, like, a societal, like, she was ostracized from her community because she wanted to be single. Yeah. And but she way, owned it and, like, turned it on its head and was like, I'm marrying myself, bitch. It was a power move. It's like a two. Yeah. Let's make it a two. Yeah. I didn't feel too bad for her. Um, the failure or refusal to jump to the logical conclusion. Like, were there moments where you were like, this entire movie would just be fixed if you yes. told him? Yes. Okay. So, f- overall, this is, I thought, pretty like, it, this was pretty bad. This is, like, maybe a four, three or a four for me. Mm-hmm. Because... This entire movie would be different if she had just fucking said to him at right. any point. And kept what she initially wanted to do. Right. Which is like make it a point amongst her friends. Right. Not make it into a damn national story. That was the other thing. That was the other thing too is like how do we get so far? Right. Like now you're just in your jeans at an altar. Yes. Because you couldn't like hold your ground. Yes. Um, I, I want to give it a 3.5. Okay. 3.5. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then dropped plot lines. Um, so then we know just never, we started to care about it, then we never heard from it again. I feel like it didn't do that. No, they did a good job of like, yeah. wrapping up the story. Yeah. Um, I'll give that a one, right? Yeah. Uh, and then font. This is interesting because we got a credit sequence that we normally would never get, but it also was very shitty. But it also was very like, this. Remi- it reminded me of things like, the Legally Blonde, yeah. like, opening sequence. Yeah. Babysitter's Club, it's very close to the Babysitter's Club movie sequence. Um, I consider this, like, a two. Yep. Yeah, two. Yeah. So, this is pretty lifetime but not even close to the worst we've done by far. What, what is it? 37. 37. Other seasons, that would have been pretty high. Yeah. But we added some new categories. I mean, this was a really, a fun movie. I would like to know from you guys out there that are listening... 
if you get into the lifetime rom-com world it's inevitable that we're gonna have to cover another one and i would in fact like to try and cover another one this season so if you know of a really good lifetime rom-com um hit me up go to the facebook group just tweet me at malls or whatever we're on social you'll find us it's all at the end of this episode jackie thank you so much for doing this that was so fun, and and I learned so, so much. Good, yeah. I'm, you learned so much. What did, I did you learn? Well, I just haven't really watched a lot of Lifetime movies, other than the right. ones that are like the um, you know, like the Meghan Markle, like the I like the pop culture ones. We did the Meghan Markle. Yeah. one. What did you think? Um, I thought it was fun. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and like it was a the Aaliyah story, you know, like ones like that. Right. I'm really, but then they obviously don't have the rights to any of the songs, and I that's always had the really heart funny to watch Aaliyah yet because yeah. I know like her family right. like, feels very betrayed about it. I hate it. I just the whole Aaliyah in general makes me really sad. I know because we're we the same were, age. Yes. So, like you remember, it, Rock it the cut deep. Just come out. It cut like deep. she was really having a moment. Yes. Well, you guys, I love you so much. Thank you for listening, Jackie. Please tell everyone where they can find you, and also you guys, if you. Probably have noticed it's probably all in the episode notes as well. But Jackie, let everyone know where they can find you online. Well, Malls, I have a very tedious social media because I joined late and my name is Jackie Johnson. So everything was taken. So my Instagram is Jackie Michelle Johnson with one L, Michelle. And then Twitter is Jackie underscore Michelle with one L. And then listen to Nash Butte, my pod about makeup, skincare, beauty, but with a comedy twist. Malls has been on. You have to come back. I'm sure you have so much to update me. Yes. Uh, You guys, thank you so much for listening. Keep your veneers tight. for listening to season three of mother may i sleep with podcast our show today was made possible by our coordinating producer nicole matthew as well as our producer sammy junio much love to christina lopez for all of her help and elizabeth brozek for that killer logo we love it when new listeners find our show and the best way for that to happen is landing in the apple podcast charts you can help us out with that by making sure you're subscribed to the show and if you want leave a review and if you really want to support the show you can head to our patreon patreon.com slash mmiswp for information on our ranking system episode details and social media head to mother may i sleep with podcast.com i'm your host molly mcaleer you can find me on twitter and instagram under m-o-l-l-s malls and if not there on my couch binging lifetime movies see you next time Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. 
You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.